So your take is that getting robbed is terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. You know, at least you didn't get mugged. Because that's embarrassing and hurtful. <laughs> Betty White is 96. Dude, she is ancient. Was Betty White hot back in the day? Uh, kinda. Stan Lee went out groping nurses. He gets the award for most likely to end up either on Death Watch and or Rape Watch, and he did both in the last year. Prolific. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. You could have started at any point while you were looking at dead people. No, I didn't do that. I didn't choose to do that. The coldest of opens. But I started it. So we're ready to rock and roll now. And we're in here. Yeah. 43. Episode 43. Correcto? I don't know. Yeah, sounds good. That's right. I think so, because it was a kind of a thing that I mentioned in the last episode. So, yeah. 43. We're back. Pretty this meet. And we're joined again by our bro. Brosif. Brody. Good day. Marlon. Marblo. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me on. Magic Marley Marl. I actually sponsored this episode. He did sponsor it. Oh, that's right. He sponsored the segment that uh, we start off the episode with, and that is our uh, consumption of alcoholic beverages. Uh, Do you have a bottle opener, or are we just going to... Do you have a lighter? Do you have... I have a lighter. Oh, he's got a bottle opener. He's prepared. All right. All right. So let's... uh, I think once osteoporosis sets in, you can't have that anymore. What? Opening bottles with lighters. I mean, if you're pussy, <laughs> right? Cracking the first one. There we go. Today what is it? We, what is it? You're going to have to kind of take the reins on this one. Have we done this one already? No, we haven't. Okay. I remember everyone we've ever done. Okay. Okay. So I was kind of going for an obscure beer. Um, <laughs> I was actually thinking, you know, when, if you ever like go to a, like a hipster party in LA or Hollywood, you know, what would you see them drinking? Or now, if you've ever been in high school before. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, I was actually looking for Rolling Rock. Oh, um, but Look, I'm not mad at a rolling rock. Unfortunately, they not didn't have it. Um, so we're actually drinking Red Stripe today. Dude, we, I used to have Red Stripe all the time. So I it's not it's not even full 12 ounces. Um, they're 11.2 fluid <laughs> ounces. <laughs> what kind of metric is that? I have no idea. What are they doing it, over there in Jamaica? Some of the Guinness bottles do that too. It's, just yeah, like, it's like 13.7 ounces. No, no, they're all 11.2. That's lame. So if you remember Red Stripe... Hooray beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that. You forgot about that? <laughs> Hooray beer. Those were the greatest commercials. So, so it is uh, just a pale lager brewed in Jamaica. Is it actually brewed in Jamaica? It is. I'm not sure it's if it's brewed in Jamaica. I know, uh, I know Foster's was always the Australian for beer, but it was it's made in like So the thing North about Carolina Foster's is that that's their marketing campaign, that Foster's is Australian for beer. They don't make any claims about being brewed in Australia. <laughs> so this it is actually right here on the bottle. It's brewed, brewed in, in White Plains, New York. Uh, uh, no, is it exported by White Plains, New York? Oh, uh, okay. Are you okay. sure? Um, White Plains, New York, apparently is like yeah, a they, big... They uh, everything. Yeah, they export a lot of beer. Yeah, no, it says brewed and bottled in Kingston, Jamaica. There so you go. So it's a, it's exported by White Plains, New York. They're the ones that handle the distribution of it. But it it is, in fact, brewed in Jamaica. It's pretty cool. True to its name. It uh, 
I always say beer tastes like beer. Uh, Red Stripe was the first beer that I thought actually tasted good. And that's fine because Red Stripe's actually really good. Yeah, like it's it's, it's good. decent. It's drinkable. It's not too uh, overwhelming. Like bullets. It uh. Let's see. Let me take my of, first sip. A lot of things. With, a lot of times with beer is that like regular ass beers like off the shelf at a grocery store have a really distinct distinct like pissy smell like. You know what I mean? Or like, like, yeah, this is not bad. So it is a pale lager. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was your beer update. Well, uh, yeah, I I thought you had more to say after that. It is a pale lager. I was waiting for the follow up there. I had to get more of a, you know, a little bit more on my palate. So what do you think about Red Stripe? That's, that's the big, uh, the personal testimony is what really takes this segment to the next level. So, yeah, you know, no, um, it's one thing to just to just read the notes and the highlights and the the history of it, Kirk, but it's your like wife is calling you. Is she? Yeah. Well, she's gonna have to wait because she knew I was doing this. Hell no. Nice. No way. It's a good mics. Yeah, they're great mics. <laughs> uh, well, I, we can hear it now, but yeah, <laughs> now there's definitely a vibrating and buzzing. But uh, Red Stripe's actually really good. I I imagine Red Stripe would be the beer equivalent of eating a raw sugar cane. Hmm. Okay. That's that's what I've always thought about Red Stripe. It's like if you just had sugar cane cut right off the plant and you were just putting that thing in your mouth, that's what a Red Stripe would be like in so beer terms. It, it's almost like a like a Mexican Coke compared to a traditional American Coke. Um, so like you know compared to your American lager, I feel like it just has a little bit more flavor. Yeah. Tastes slightly better. Exactly like you said, a little less. Uh, Piss smelly, piss tasty. Um, it's not your average like American pale. You know, your average American pale is gonna kind of. Did we talk about how funny it was that people just kind of make alcohol out of whatever like is around them? Well, we we had kind of a potato. Well, there's the potato yeah. thing, but like it's it's potatoes in Russia because that's what they have in Russia. So like that's what they have a lot of, and then it would ferment. Because oh, we did talk back. about that. We talked about like, but people uh, on the islands, they do that with sugar and then you make rum from that. So that's why rum is yeah, from, like, from like an alcoholic perspective, like Island-y. rum and vodka are essentially the same alcohol. They're <laughs> just, just made the, from the, the different key component, yeah. which is funny because like, I'm not a big vodka guy, but I like rum a lot and they're both made from like a really like starchy, uh, Tuber type thing. Yeah. What is what is uh, rum used? It's sugar. It's supposed to be sugar. It it's supposed sugar? to be fermented sugar cane. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. I remember being kind of disappointed in that, and that was that was one of the first uh, first times in my alcoholic career where I was like, "Damn!" Like you started not liking liquor as much. No, or? not like not not liking it, but just realizing that like my taste was one hundred percent and totally subjective, and just kind of <laughs> just based on things that I liked and things I didn't like for no apparent reason. I'm telling you, come to my side, dude. Everything's the same. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, that's, that's like, that, that's like saying that like all music is the same and all art is the same. And yeah, it's just like, that's the, it's, it's kind it's of my like point. So beer is still beer after beer. drinking this red stripe. Yeah, I mean, I technically like it. it is. Because but like, you it's know, because subjectively I like the taste, but objectively beer is beer. But that's we're going to be less drunk take. than we were drinking the fantastic IPA. That's true. Delicious, had, delicious, IPA. delicious IPA. There's a possibility Apologies. that we may be less drunk, but there's no guarantee. Well, That's we're, we we're consuming less in volume and by but alcohol maybe, by volume as but, well. So yeah, depends, on, depends on what Kirk had his last meal. Oh, you know what? 
Maybe Kurt's gonna get real fucked up. No, I ate, actually I came from Yard House. I oh. was at Happy Hour. And I did not have dinner tonight. So. I had a couple. Hey, I had a couple of beers at at Happy Hour. Ooh. So maybe I'm ahead of the curve here. So if I drink these fast enough, I'm gonna catch a little buzz. We may just have to do a bong rip too. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get Kirk's real gonna quiet. Kurt's gonna do a bong rip. <laughs> Kurt, when was the last time you did a bong rip? Oh, dude, the last time I think we were at your house, uh, I did a bong rip, and I remember driving home going, "Fuck." At my house? Yeah, like I, at my well, mom's your parents' house? house. Yeah, that like uh, has been sold for the last eight months, so it's been at least eight months. Well, yeah, it's been at least eight months since I've done a bong rip. And did I live there last? So has it been at least a year, yeah. two years? I Wait, think so. so you didn't have like an empty house party? What do you mean? At your mom's house? No, well, I don't no, do he those, didn't live I don't there do those anymore. anymore. And he uh, didn't live there either. He had moved I st- out. I stopped doing those when I was like 22. I can't mm-hmm. talk about it. Because <laughs> I, I had too many bad parties where things got broken and I don't think we've stolen. ever talked about this. What, that my dad's laptop got stolen at a party? At Way to fucking bury the lead. Uh... Yeah, it's but like you gotta explain it. I know, but I mean, just like way to just like cut right to the chase and not leave any fucking details. But I don't think we've ever talked about this on the podcast. You have to explain that story. Have we All talked right. about that? I don't think so. I really don't. This is like a like a like a. This is gonna explain a lot about my co-host here. Why? <laughs> I think this was like a very like uh, profound moment in your life that really shaped your view right, of the well, world. Well, you have to start off with uh, with freshman year my birthday party. And you, and you, <laughs> Phantom Planet, uh, singing uh, Tyler the the OC theme song with the lyrics Tyler's house. I'm about to start off with that. Tyler's the only thing I just need to explain <laughs> is that like Tyler had a house that was big enough to accommodate a bunch of teenage boys at the same time, so, so it was, was fucking thing. awesome was, to go over there. It was a party. You, everybody there. had a I had a friend or two like that <laughs> that had a house where it was like, yeah, you could cram like eight or nine guys in the house, and they just go run amok. There's you a know party what I mean? I had in that's an grade. understatement. Eight or nine guys. You probably could have thrown a well, sizable party of like 60 to 80 well, and people. That's, that's kind of and, and eventually what, what ended up happening. But when it was like you were like 14, 15 yeah. and your parents were still home. Were you drinking? No. Freshman year? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, this was, this was literally and just dudes. And your shit still got stolen? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This is like, this, this is, is just setting up like how, how popular my house was yeah, and for yeah. people to know where yeah. it was and so to hang out So the thing about there. Tyler's house, uh, he lived in that gated community. Yeah. So it was like 1942. Everyone knew that freaking gate <laughs> no, code. No, it's it true. wasn't. It was. It was in 14, high school. It was 1492. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I bet no. if I drove up to that gate right now and put that code it in, it would not work. It doesn't work no, no more. No, no, that was two codes ago. Two codes ago. But yeah. that's that's another thing though, because it was like the code changed only once in yeah. like the 15 yeah. years no, that was, I went, had been going over there. Same. Uh, but yeah, and Tyler, before that it was seventeen seventy six. So they they chose their codes. So poorly. the next one's so probably like like the date of like the the, the it, time those dudes got the, killed in Benghazi. Like no, the third <laughs> one was actually the date that they changed it. It was eight one oh six. Oh, at eighty one oh six. I remember that yeah. one too. But, See, eventually I'd get in. But like, fourteen ninety two did work for another two years. Yeah, after they changed it. It was weird. That's how so many people got. I think there it was eventually. just kind of like it wasn't so much like a like a like a keeping people out as it was just like you know what like let's just make it a little less easy for anybody to get in uh but so, yeah tyler then, lived in this gated community uh it was like the streets were quiet so it wasn't like we could like run around and skateboard and do a bunch of fucking obnoxious shit that like 14 15 year old kids do and, and there was a hill and a park so so there was just a lot of yeah. stretch of uh and we were generally pretty close to like it, yeah so you could park like you could park like yeah 30, we were 40 pretty close to everything so like whenever we would go over to Tyler's house there'd be like 10 of us 
and we'd just be fucking pumped because it was like, all right, we're going to stay up all night. We're going to go. There's a pool. Riley yeah. might bring over his ping pong table. We're like, going to go toilet papering. We're going to go fucking like uh, setting off car alarms in the middle of the night. Ding dong ditching. We're just going to fucking just be a nuisance. Like and sophomore, sophomore year, I had a birthday party that I mean, I no one I like I, there was not drinking at this party because my parents were still there. But a lot of people showed up because this was still this was the time that people did start drinking in high school and some people showed up drunk. Amar came and he was high on shrooms like off of his ass. Good for him. <laughs> so that was all kind of the precursor to uh, uh, my but, parents. But keep in mind like this was all around the time that most of us started experimenting with that shit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it was like well, there's 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 really two houses in high school that people would go to. It was either my house or Becca's. Yeah, house. I think I smoked pot like four months after the infamous Tyler's house event, uh, and after that, it was just like downhill from there. Like, you know what I mean? It was like anything anybody suggested I should do, I did. And that was just about it. And uh, all right, so fast forward to like what? Like it was February of uh, two thousand seven. This was senior so year. So senior year, I was still seventeen. A lot of my friends were eighteen. Uh, and this was yeah. So senior year, you have two big parties there, or one? You had two, I remember. Well, one, no? one was like after high school, I think. All right, I don't know, but this was they, my my parents were going out of town for the weekend, and they were planning on going to visit my sister in uh, Greece because she was traveling abroad there. This is an extremely white story. And in my, uh, you know, Katie community house. You guys ever wondered what Tyler's background looked like? Um, so they were kind of like testing out basically what I would do if they left for the weekend. So they left for the weekend in February. Uh, Did they leave a nanny cam? I don't know. I don't think nanny cams were a thing yet. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Um, but of course I threw a house. I took the bait and I threw I threw a house party. Um, I've invited some of my friends from the, uh, from modern day, the, uh, lest you the, not be a bitch. Like, you know, looking back on this, it was like probably the smartest thing you could have done. Like you had they that big open house, everybody myself. knew your parents were going out of town. It was like, Tyler's going to have a party. You were just waiting for him to tell us like, lest you not I knew be a they bitch. I were going out of town in April too, like in November. So I was telling everyone about my party. Like that was going to be happening in April. Fucking four months before. So instead they left in February for just like 48 hours. And, uh, the night they left, uh, some of my friends came over, uh, with by, by six 30, I was pretty fucked up because my friends had gotten a hold of us with Valium and I had never done Valium before. Fuck yeah. So I took a few of those and they brought a beer bong and they could fit like seven beers in one of those things. And I don't know if you've ever done a beer bong, but like there's something about the physics of it where no bubbles are uh, in play and gravity takes over where you're like, oh, I can't possibly jug- chug this this fast. And three seconds later, seven beers are in your stomach. And you don't know great. how it happened. It's awesome. So that happened, plus the Valium. Uh, I was passed out by about 7.30, but at some point before I passed out, I sent out like four texts of, tell everybody, come to my house. Tell everybody, come to my house. Tell everybody, come to my house. That's just like, that's tell incredible. Tell everybody, come to it's my an house. an incredible To like, like four people that I knew events. like were ran in four different circles, so this would get out around to like dozens and dozens of people. So I remember about 70 people at my house, like Marlon said. It, it, it probably should have fit about 70 people. And at the height of it, I again I was passed out. But at the height of it, I was told about three hundred kids were at my fucking house. Jeez, of varying uh, classes and ages. There's and probably schools. and schools. There was probably some fifteen year olds there. There were probably some twenty one year olds there, just being creeps. Like who an knows? incredible amount of people. 
Um, and I guess like they were tossing around like a vase of some kind to like any high school party like of, in a movie. You Which honestly see. is like the most like high school like party movie shit that you could do. Is yeah. like, hey, let's put that vase down. Oh my God. <laughs> what if you break it? Of course it's going to break. Yeah, of course. Like it's, and you, you catch it and you put it down very carefully and then you hear something break in the background. Like oh, that's what kind no. of party this was. His parents are going to kill him. Again, this is all described to me days later because I was in my bed. Uh, anyway, very, very the party is, is as wild as you can imagine a yeah. house party being for underage kids. Um, but what really happened? And my dad's laptop got stolen. I don't know. That was pretty much it. <laughs> you were passed out. <laughs> but that ended out. up becoming like a saga. Of what? Like the laptop. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, and, mean, well, I mean, we had to call the cops to uh, break it up. Yeah. And the, I think we told the story of me almost getting a DUI, but I got pulled over by my former baseball coach. That was again, way later. Again, these are totally all the, just the whitest stories in the world. But we also called that guy at the time because he had cop buddies. And they so, came and broke up the party. I don't know if you remember this. And Jeff but in our, almost uh, got arrested because our, he swung a mag light at a cop's car. Our senior car. year uh, program for baseball. Yeah. Where we, like... Did a little like, uh, you know, like like a blurb about ourselves. It was like, "What's your favorite actor?" and "What's your, you know, what, yeah, who's your favorite baseball like player?" The, it would go in the yearbook or something. So or yeah, there were like three. No, it was like our senior program, like that we got at the end of the season. Oh, like, that's right, to the banquet that I didn't. Go yeah, to. yeah. So this was our senior year when all this happened, uh-huh. and we didn't have to like. This was like the, what the party happened in what, like February? Yeah, yeah. February. So like right at the start of the baseball season. So we do this program, and I. Uh, you had to answer like three questions about yourself. Like one was like your favorite actor. One was your favorite baseball player. And the other one was like your most prized possession. And, uh, I I thought it would have been funny to like say that my favorite actor was George Clooney and my, uh, favorite baseball player was Chili Davis. And, uh, my most prized possession was Tyler's dad's laptop. And I got a talking to from more people than I care to admit. And I could not tell you how many people I tried to explain. That was a joke, like a joke, like get it? Like, cause his dad's laptop got stolen. And the joke is that, haha, I stole it. Therefore it's my most prized possession. But like, I wouldn't fucking say it if I really did it. That like, would be a poor place to uh, to admit to, to admit the crime. Your crime. Yeah, and I just got like like bent over by like four or five different grown adults <laughs> explaining which, to me which, like, which is also uh, a testament to how popular this party was. Uh, administrators at my school were had, had yeah, known about. It. They knew about it. So yeah, there was a kid, uh, Andy Friary, who me and my friends like really like. I see you shrugging your hands there, though. What? Uh, that name rings a bell because this kid yeah, is a klepto. Yeah, he, so that's exactly why he was suspect he, number one. He's a serial thief. We actually, um, <laughs> so he stole my buddy's uh, Xbox or PlayStation, <laughs> and this was years later. I want to say this was like a year or two later, and we confronted him. We actually drove to his house. His mom answered the door and said... His parents are total fucking hippies, by the way. No, and they were. And we said, hey, your son stole my friend's Xbox. And his mom says, hold on. And no joke, two minutes later, comes back and with hands an over the, with an Xbox. Like, oh, I was wondering where he got this. Like, and there, there was no fight. We were ready to go over there and whip this dude's ass. And his mom just gave it back. Like, so oh, sorry. 
I'm laughing because this is exactly how we in, in, like confronted him about it. We drove to his house. There were four of us. We went to his front door. His mom answered the door. And we're like, hey, we think Andy stole. Or no, we, we kind of went in with a more aggression than that. It was like, where's the laptop? And she's like, what are you talking about? He came out and was like, guys, I understand. <laughs> But I didn't steal your dad's laptop. Oh man, you're right. You're right. Right. No, this is like this doesn't get talked about nearly <laughs> enough. The fact that you guys went over there to confront him, and he came out with you, and he's like, "No, I get it, but I actually didn't do this." And, and even his mom was like, "Guys, like I, I, I get like you know this is this is he's been accused of this, of this before. I wouldn't put it past him, but I haven't he, seen a laptop. Yeah, and he right? normally doesn't like deny it like this. So I really yeah. don't think he took it. So I'm still like heated, and I'm like don't know what to do with the like the energy that I had built up in myself to go confront this guy that I've known like you know since I was like six or seven years old. And, so I'm like, and let me also paint a picture. <laughs> this guy lived in a nice house. Like yeah. it's not like in he a was nice like, part of town. In right? a nice part of town, it's not like his family was struggling or you know he like seemed like a scumbag or anything. Like no, like he seemed like he had like a decent upbringing and he just liked to steal shit. His parents were just a little just off. Like they just kind of like were like hippies, and I don't think they really were into discipline at all. Like, but anyway. He didn't steal my laptop. Turns out it was Josh Comfort and Jeremy Van Eyck. Yeah. Who are a couple of homeless weirdos anyway. Not enough can be said about those two characters. So that's kind of like the, the anticlimactic ending to it. It was just... Yeah, but it's like one of those things where it's like you drop those two names and like only people that like know yeah, us, no if they happen to hear are. that, they'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But like if you don't know, like... But you don't have to bleep them out because like fuck those dudes anyway. Yeah. Basically. So I mean, anyway. that's, that's big true. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's beer talk. Uh, this is a huge, huge, huge <laughs> defining moment of Tyler Deflin's life. I think this really shaped uh, his personality well, later and, in and life. I didn't turn eighteen until like the like the weeks before. Well, sorry, the weeks before we graduated. So from February until the end of senior year, I was basically grounded. So like you know, when, when you're <laughs> when you're still seventeen, you can absolutely be grounded. Like once I turned eighteen, and my parents tried that, I was just like no, and they were like. Oh, uh, well, shit. I'm going to this party at Esperanza. Uh, <laughs> but while I was 17, the last, like, three months of high school, I didn't do anything. Like, I really didn't, like, hang out with that many people. I didn't go to uh, that's that some many. bullshit. You were hanging out with Jesse and James and fucking RJ and... That's true. That's <laughs> just backing down on that. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I just said that's I did bullshit. go to parties in high school. Yeah. But, like, that's like, you guys were, like, big into that. But, yeah, the, I don't want to, I don't want to bring that whole thing up. That was a whole other moment in my life. Look, I'll I'll say this, dude. I don't think that a lot of people that I know have had had been through like a like a two year stretch like you had. From like what? Just like fucking event after event after <laughs> event after event. Like and like not just like oh wow that was crazy like profound profoundly like what impactful events. Well, so like uh, that whole thing with your laptop happened, right? Yeah. Uh, your parents split up like not too long after that, right? Well, there was the whole Colorado State thing, and then me dropping out of college, but then me trying to move out to Colorado, yeah. like even though I had dropped out of college, and then yeah, like my parents split up. For, like, like right on the heels of that, officially the, the last time. In the time. middle of that, though, didn't James pass away? No, that was after. A little bit after, but that's my point, though. Like, yeah, like, that was all from like eighteen. <laughs> like to a fucking rough, like a rough <laughs> patch there. Like a lot of shit happened in like a two, three year period that a lot of people don't have to go through, and yeah. I think it's just like a profound. Uh, time in your life. And I guess so. And then I became a <laughs> philosophy major. So, you know, <laughs> that's how things go. <laughs> you were just at that fuck it point. Like, ah, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Like, I just gotta do what I gotta that do. That explains like, a lot of the times in your garage then of 
you two just blazing. You guys blazed a lot. Oh, like yeah. I could, like you, you blazed guys, a lot too, dude. Don't I, lie. I, I well, of course, but <laughs> I, I could always count on you two. It's like, man, like every. If I you need know, to blaze. Yeah, it, like these I mean, two are down. I mean, there was also some other like personal stuff that happened to me, but that like forced me to like not force me, but like I just kind of made like the unconscious decision over four or five years where I really didn't have like a social life in my early twenties. So, I yeah. don't think that that was so no, much like your choice though, as it, as it was like the weed. Like, well, that too. I mean, I, that's because of, that's what I would rather do. And we've talked about it yeah. before, where we had morning jobs where we would start at like four or five a.m. Scheduling. So, so all my nights were over by eight thirty anyway. So like, I think about that a lot too, because like I did the same did. thing for like a stretch of like four or five years. I was like, I didn't really hang out with anybody if it wasn't like if the sun wasn't up. Yeah. Because like I had to work, but like also like I was high as a kite all day. Like yeah. I, yeah. I fucking fell asleep we were by like o'clock sunset <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had to get up at four in the morning but i also like you know was absolutely blown by fucking 8 p.m every night like yeah there are plenty of people i wasn't i wasn't going doing anything there are plenty of people that work at 4 a.m that come in from a club the night before and that was just not our you know that's just their cup of tea versus mine but uh, and that's hilarious because i feel like i'd always roll over like right around like 3 p.m because <laughs> i was going into work at 5 p.m as a server yeah. and you guys were you know already baked out of your minds it was perfect we were down to match a couple bulls and you know that was probably gonna be it for the rest of the day but uh yeah that's a beer talk guys (laughs) red stripe red stripe hooray (laughs) beer hooray beer bringing out the emotion in you um anyway so uh i need those commercials to come back i dude those commercials were short-lived yeah uh we uh we could do takes if anybody's got any takes do you want me to have takes? Yes. You're good at it. I'm not. I'm actually terrible at it. Right. I, I've known that we were going to do this for like, what, like three days now and, and didn't even try to put a take yeah, together. that's fine. It's par for the course. But you bring yeah. all the equipment. That's fine. All right. I guess, I guess as long as the monkey's off my back. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Two things I can ask that are kind of not, not personal, but everyone can relate to these. Um, what's your app format on your phone? App format? App format. App format. What do you mean? Okay. Like, how do I lay things out? Because I know a lot of people have their their, their general headings, and then they have their subheadings of, you know, phones, where it's like work, and then all the apps related to their job, and then like sports, and all the apps related to their sports, and that's how iPhones can kind of like keep folders on your, te- on your you know, home screens and stuff. I don't do that. I literally have all my apps by themselves I've got four pages of apps and there's no rhyme or reason except for the first page which is the ones that I use the most everything else after that is just a hodgepodge of the order that I download so I have a Samsung and (laughs) pretty much anything on my home screen is everything that I obviously use on the regular so I have Spotify my score app and then email text that's pretty much it Um, I do put all my finance uh, apps in one Venmo my banking app and then social media and another app, which is labeled cancer because I try to stay <laughs> off of it, but I'm still on Twitter all day, every day. I like that you did that. Cancer. That's actually awesome. Because it, it reminds me, like, you know, yeah. don't do this all the time. This is and bad. I still do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, mine's a little more organized. Oh, no. I, I put my apps into folders, like, kind of based on, like, the nature of the app. Like, okay, I have, like, right. a productivity app a sports app a travel app a shopping app a health app what's in the productivity apps do you have like uh like whatever those things are what's the 
I have two email accounts, uh, my work phone, um, well, in, like, Indeed, the Google Drive. What's the, What was that uh, website slash app where it would like test your brain and shit and like keep Lumo- your, Luminosity? Yeah. Or Luminosity. Do you I have don't have that. Like that? Um, no, I don't have anything like that. I, I don't used have to be like I'm an idiot and need to get smarter apps. I used to do one of those things and I realized like this isn't doing anything for me. This yeah, is just I'm another still video as stupid game. as I this was. This is just another video game. This yeah. has got me. No, I just I have apps like based on like. Uh, and those are the things. Like, if I put an app in a folder, it means I don't use it all that often. The the full the I do have like five no seven apps that are outside: Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Outlook, and my photos, and uh, a couple of other things I've downloaded and just haven't like put into a folder yet. Uh, and then like down at the bottom of my phone, I have like my my texts, my phone, Safari, and then settings. All right, second personal thing. What's your bed sheet game like were you gonna like try to make an inference as to like any of this or you just wanted to know was this just yeah, like no, a I'm just I'm just general it, inquiry just just curious because I'm like I, I I always see people with the tabs kind of you know way of doing apps and I'm like how common is that am I the weird one for yeah. just having them in a hodgepodge of randomness or do people really try to keep their phones that organized I do just because like I hate like do you forget where like an no, app would you forget where an app was? No, this here's the anywhere? thing, like just like the more like cluttered something seems, the less likely it is that I'll use it. Interesting. So like when I have when I know I have four pages of apps, I'm not gonna go looking for anything. You know what I mean? Do you like, think that speaks to a, a larger thing in life? Yeah, that You're I fucking am lazy as shit. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna fucking do anything I don't wanna but do. But if you like, were lazy, wouldn't it be more cluttered though? That's the thing. I'm, so you're trying, maybe your brain's trying to actively not be lazy by putting them in the tabs. Well, that's why I did it because I know that if they're all on one page and then, and I kind of remember where the things are generally, like I don't actually have to go looking for them. I may be wrong from time to time when I see an app that I think looks like another app. But, but the thing is, is like, if I know I have four pages of apps and I have to like swipe over like three times to get to that last page. I'm never doing that. Like yeah, I'm the ones on the last page. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm never doing that. Anymore. So you're just like me, except for the fact that like I don't want to be like me. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's our there's our overarching connecting yeah. point. Perfect. Yeah. I want to be more like deliberate and and meticulous. Kirk, but Kirk's I'm not. working to be the change that he wants yeah. to see in the world. Exactly. I'm just he's really Gandhi. bad. He's at Gandhi. It. I'm just still fucking lazy. It's as admirable. Shit. <laughs> All right, bed sheets. This is a. Uh, right, I, I don't know where you're going with this. Okay, one. okay. So if you, I mean, my bed's to the left of you. Hold on, you I like see. that Marlon just kind of like took the reins there. Yeah, no, like, good. No, I'm yeah, interested yeah. in this. Let's no, talk no, about no. I, I like when someone like consents yeah. when like okay, the topic's been talked about. Yeah, Let's I go like on that. Back, I like that a lot. All right, so I've got like a bed, you know, like a mattress cover, which is like obvious. If you don't have a mattress cover, you're 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 a heathen. You know, like what do you this, mean a mattress cover? Like the simple sheet that goes over the mattress. Oh yeah. Like some people sleep on a bare mattress. Those are those are homeless people. Like the, like some of the worst degenerate people in the world, but it happens. That just sleep on just the mattress. Yes, they just put like a sheet over it. Who but does like, that? But that's not like a, a not fucking a, meth head thing yeah, to yeah, do. Like, like, <laughs> like not a sheet they tuck in. Like literally how many meth heads do you know? You never know. Also, I, I see it's, you have, it's a growing epidemic, Kurt. I, I see you have a bed frame. I didn't I know bed. I didn't know like bed on like just like bed on the floor was a thing. Um, but I've actually seen Post that. College? Because people had it in like their dorm rooms and stuff. Or like I, I did that in my dorm room. I because it was like one of those loft things, and I got uh-huh. tired of the loft, so I just took the mattress off and put it on the ground. Like I kind of get it if you live on like a third floor. You know, it might be difficult to you know get like a box spring up. Um, or you know, if you live so on like a, stairs. or if you live in a city and you have kind of a chaotic life and you're constantly like 
getting a new place every year, maybe, but I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't just get a bed frame. Yeah. Bed frame, dude, bed frames are fucking easy to come by, especially the kind like that you have. Like, it's like two metal brackets that, like, yeah. you can adjust. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I feel like this is a perfect question for guys. So, obviously, you have your bed sheet. Do you have that? Secondary sheet. That's what I, that's what I was gonna say. So I, I, I'm sure Kirk does because I feel like girls love that. But I hate the sheet. I personally hate the sheet as well. I can't but stand I the still sheet. have one. I can't stand. It. it gets kicked off in the first five minutes of me falling asleep. Like so naturally, I yeah. Just I'm hate desensitized to this. I've mm-hmm. shared a bed. I've shared a bed with a woman for the last like four and a half years. So like any, I don't notice the sheet anymore. Anytime I but do. Here's s- the thing. Like I really don't sleep under the covers like i cover like my like upper body and my legs stick out all the time so uh, it's i don't really know that's the thing i I make the bed every day and i know that sheet's there but i I really don't feel it at night anymore i would kick off that sheet all the time when i had one so i stopped using one and anytime i'm at like a girl's bed and the next morning like it's all kicked on but like her edge yeah but here's the the thing like like uh, in my experience women and men view the bed entirely differently like you view it as a place to just like sleep yeah they view it as a place to like live like <laughs> like no i'm i shit you not like they do more than just lay in bed well it's like, funny too because like when you see their bed like it's always like very well kept but then you yeah. see their bathroom and it's one of those counters that have like Everything on it. 50, oh, it's 50 kinds yeah. of bottles. My of wife like watches TV in bed. She sleeps in bed. She works in bed. Like, she does a bunch. I, I, I can't work in bed. No, like, I can't, on my laptop. I can't do shit in bed. Like, oh, Kirk and I used to try to play video games in bed. And then one day, I like, fall asleep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One day, we're just like, what if we had a chair in our room to play video games? And we're like, wow, I, I can stay up so much later. This is and pay incredible. Attention. Yeah. You try to, to play video games in bed. You're falling asleep in half an hour. I used to lay in bed and try to play video games. I'd find that I'll, I would wake up three and a half hours later and she's like, what the, the fuck? Controller like, on your face. What the fuck? Like, and the shit would still be on. I'd be like, what the fuck happened? All right. So the last part of it, uh, I've got, I've got an assortment of blankets. I have anywhere from like two to seven blankets on my bed at any time. No comforter. How are you guys? What's your comforter? What's your comforter preferences? I I do have a comforter and then I'll have at least one. I currently have two blankets and a comforter and a bed sheet. Why? Um, I so you're not I'm, like the bed sheet. Why do you still have the bed sheet if you don't like it? <laughs> yeah, hey, I don't even man. like why? Like why do you have all that? Like girls like it. You know what I mean? And, and, and <laughs> did you break it out for the chicks? It, well, it's one of those things. Like use it if you got it. So no, I agree with you, but also like I have the sheet and the the comforter. Like and I also run that's cold. It. I know I, we live in Southern California. Uh, see, I'm a hot sleeper. Yeah, like, no, I, 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 yeah, I, I've, I, I, I I've been inactive the last like four years of sleeper, my life, like, and I used to run hot, and now I run uh, cold. And, and I, 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 I know don't when I like look it. over here to my left. You got the big tower fan right next to the bed. Yeah. I used to do that shit all the time. I have, it, I, I have, have, to have like me the windows open, the ceiling fan on, the tower fan. Like I'm a hot sleeper. Like I cannot sleep if the room is fucking stale. Like I also mostly just turn it on and. The noise, the noise, put put noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> noise. During, during the winter, and it, yeah. like it'll be like forty-five in my room, and I'll still turn it to the wall. You will turn it to the wall, but just the noise enough is yeah, yeah. just enough to get I you like, to. I like the ceiling fan, like white noise, where the you kind of hear it humming. Yeah, yeah. You, like cool. you hear it humming, and then you get like this string that's hitting the hitting the light. I really dig that. That's I have, why I, that's actually why have I, a ceiling fan above me. That's I'm, why I'm glad I, was. I have this. Uh, this AC unit. You have a big ass room though, so it probably doesn't get as hot up here as you know. what I mean? It's got its own weather, dude. What? <laughs> if if it's if it was a very cold night, it'll be like fifty five in the morning. 
Yeah. Even like, though it's, the, like, are you saying 55 isn't like cold or? Yes. And then, and then it'll still be 70. That's not that cold. No, and then it'll be 70 outside and it'll still be 55. Minutes. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, it's so weird how. I fucking it, love that, it stays, dude. It stays cold that. way too long and then it stays warm way too long. When I was in my apartment in the summertime. Very strange. Especially in the morning, and when like I, it was like a Saturday, and we didn't golf for whatever reason, and Jordan went to work, I'd fucking turn the air on, I'd shut the blinds, I'd fucking shut all the windows, like, and just get that sucker down to fucking like seventy-one degrees, like sixty-eight degrees. Throw on a hoodie, throw on my slippers, and just play video games in fucking July. It's one hundred and two degrees outside, and it's fucking chilling in the in the room. And then yeah. she'd come home, and be like, "Has the air been on all day?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, it can't stop me now." Yeah, but I, I I run hot, dude. Like I have to I have to turn everything on like to get comfortable. Luckily, we have like three windows in the room we're in now, so it's like I open up the windows all yeah. day. Yeah, and there's no way it I gets can't hot. Open any of these windows because I'm afraid to move the blinds because I think there's a bunch of spiders back there. I have the room in the house where it's the coldest room in the winter time, and but the hottest also, room in the summertime. Yeah, exactly, yeah. so it's yeah. pretty annoying. That's that sucks. Anyway. That's a bummer about apartments too. Is sometimes they're so poorly insulated, like. You just get stuck with like like in our apartment, uh, the bedroom like just retained heat all year. So in the winter time, it was like nice because well, yeah, like, it was one like of your walls was a window, like essentially. Well, not even that. Like that was slightly. in the living room. In our other room, there was just the one window we had, but we didn't have like windows on the other side of the house, so there was no circulation. Like, oh god, I'm not answering the call. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, we didn't have windows on the other side of the house, and uh, this happens when we golf too. Like, well, when we golf, it's different. I can answer your phone. voicemail inbox is full, so she has to text you. But it is funny because she knows where you are. No, I know, and she knows what I'm doing too, which is also frustrating. <laughs> she knows where you are. She knows what you're doing, and she's like, "Hold on, let me call him again." Instead of just texting me back, like because I've texted her like three times now, I'm like, "What's up?" Like, is your wife a boomer? God damn. She could be. But the thing about having a wife is, though, guys, like, let me share a little bit of knowledge with you. Like, the thing about having a wife is, is, like, your wife all the of a sudden. The wife guy has logged on. She doesn't care <laughs> about what you're doing when you're doing it. It doesn't matter. It's like, oh, I'm in the library. Okay, why aren't you answering the phone? Because I can't talk in the library. When are you in the library? Well, then get up out of the library and go outside and answer the phone. I'm not saying I'm ever in the library, but that's my point. Like, if you were to say, I'm going to the library and I'll be there from noon to four, she'd call you at 2.30. And you wouldn't answer the phone because you're in the library. Yeah. And then she'd text you, why the fuck aren't you answering the phone? Because I'm in the library like I told you I'd be. <laughs> what is she usually asking about? But Something stupid. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to be a guest caller. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. She gets on here and just humiliates us. Yeah, she's she's been on a few times and it's never ended well for Kirk's uh, my ego self esteem. Yeah, <laughs> she makes me really just strongly reconsider like everything I'm doing up to this point. <laughs> and, and, like, I'll, I'll talk back to her, but I also aren't. I'm You're not, not the married one, to her. Yeah, I'm not the one that has to sleep with her. So. <laughs> nah, she's cool. She's not that bad. She's just a ball buster. Like that's I think that's her thing, which is like I think in the in. Not like outside of podcast world. That's why I married her because she's a ball buster and I can like go back and forth with her. But then like when, when she gets on the microphone and just emaciates me, I'm just like, damn, I have nothing to say. <laughs> she's just, that's her, that's her fucking thing, dude. She's just a fucking shit talker. She right, loves so talking shit. Two, uh, 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 let's look into the window of your soul kind of uh, topics. Yo, I so actually, you know what? I did kind of have a take, and now I'm thinking about it last night. It's not oh, like yeah. a take so much as it is just like a, a quandary, but like... Do it. Why? Yo. 
And this is coming from like the three whitest guys that you've ever heard do a podcast together. Yes. Why, 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 why is like racism so prevalent right now? Because we can hear everyone's uh, opinions on the matter. Is that it? Yeah. You and everyone used to just have racist family members. And Dude, I only saw know that, that video because... of Donald Trump yesterday, like talking about parasite. Oh no! I didn't. Winning see the that. fucking uh, winning the four awards or whatever that that the director won. He won like four different awards. Yeah. And he, he was at a rally or a press conference or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he was saying like, uh, you know, how? And I guess like the best film was a film from South Korea, and he has that look on his face where he's just like, I'm a real piece of shit, but I'm like, you guys are fucking agreeing with me for some reason. And he's saying like. <laughs> Why can't we get Gone with the Wind back? And it's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, Gone with the Wind? Gone with the fucking wind. What are the, you doing? The tragedy that slavery was Okay, um, That's what the movie's I, about. But, like, people are cheering for him no, when he's saying this shit. Man, like, So, I actually, well, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the new 30 for 30 of Michael Vick. No, I haven't. I didn't realize how racially divided Virginia was and... I mean, that's literally like anywhere in America. You can be like, that's how racially divided this place is. But man, and then really also, though, especially Virginia. Virginia was literally cut in half for the Civil War. Like there was, you know, North Virginia and South Virginia. Is like, that where the line was drawn? Pretty much. Is that the Mason Dixon line? And, and and another thing that kind of like struck me in that documentary was it was either Michael Vick or his best friend that said. I was really sheltered from white people. Like he didn't grow up around white people, and I was—I've never heard anybody say anyone that. say that they were sheltered from white people. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, like growing up in Orange County, you know, of course, there's not like too like too many like black people, but you know, like even then, like we, like we still grew up, you know, with even several. Well, that's <laughs> the thing too. Like we live in a in a in a, in a place that you know lives on the car so everyone has a car you have a car when you're like 16 17 yeah. like you've driven your your mom's old car or someone's old car so you have a car if you live in a place that where you know maybe your family has one car and you don't aren't the one to get it and it's not as uh populated like a place like virginia yeah you're only gonna know your three mile radius so there's a there's a way you probably could never see anyone that doesn't look like you yeah for your entire life what i just don't understand though is like like the amount of racism it seems like we're witnessing, like just like the unabashed, uncloseted, like. Well, if that's the thing. I think I think it's the era of yes, you can anyone can voice their opinion, and it could be not not that you see everything that's ever said, but you everything has the potential to be seen by anyone at any given moment, and you also just have a. a with the internet comes people who are trolls. So it's, is it inauthentic? People, like, no, no, no. I mean, there's absolutely authentic racism. And some people, well, no, even I, if they yeah. are being authentic, or even if they are authentically racist, they can inauthentically be loud and extreme about the racism for, you know, a laugh or for chaotic entertainment. I just, I just, like, I don't get it, dude. It just seems like, you know, when when I was growing up, Racism was objectively bad. Like, yeah, you, guys, people, yeah, you guys kind of left me hanging there. <laughs> well, people are still racist. That's the thing. Like, it's like, no, what are you talking about, bro? Like, I, think, <laughs> I was just looking at you guys, and you were like, I, I think I cannot I, confirm nor deny. 
<laughs> I think there's a percentage of people that think racism is bad and a percentage of people that believe like the racist thoughts in their head and a small portion in the middle has been swayed on the subject one way or the other. But most of the time, I think how you felt when you were young is how you felt when you were old, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of people's minds are being, you know, changed in a way that you see in a movie where you're like, oh, I'm not racist anymore. Oh. Well, like, it, like as far as, like, media... <laughs> I don't it, think it, that that happens. Like, no, it, I don't think it happens like that. Well, like, apparently it does, but... Like, it, as far as, like, media entertainment goes, like, how can you grow up, you know, especially, like, yeah. a sports fan or a fan of comedy and, you know... Be, and be a racist. And be a racist, like, you know? Like, like, I love <laughs> professional sports, but I'm not... But I'm also a, yeah. a flaming racist, like... I mean, I guess you could be, but, like, that's just, like, you know, why would you do that to yourself? Like, you well, know what I mean? I, that's the thing. It's, it's like, the people that, like, are <laughs> Trump supporters, and then every now and then, like, someone very famous comes out explicitly like Shay Serrano's Twitter does this all the time where he like just says you know fuck Donald Trump and anyone who supports him and then every now and then the comments will get someone like hey but what if I support Trump and I bought one of your books so there's always someone out there that has been a fan of someone or something that they've disagreed with but until they say it explicitly they're like yeah. hey but what if I you know feel okay. this way and Staying on that topic of Shea Serrano, do you think that's healthy? I mean, it's to like, just, like to just be like fuck anyone that. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, way? like of course, like Donald Trump. You know, of course, you know. I'm a very non-confrontational person, so like my first inclination is to be like that's fucked up too. But then at the same time, it's also like I have to look at the big picture and be like, who's he doing this to? Like Trump supporters. So like, yeah, fuck them. Like. You know, you get what I mean? Like, and my first inclination is to look at that shit and go, well, that's not right either. Like, I'm trying to be objective, but, like, that's me trying to play by the rules, and that's not how the world works. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like, that's when he does that to Trump supporters, it'd be different if he did that to people who, like, ate meat. You know what I mean? And he was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, you eat meat, fuck you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, then you'd be like, that's irrational, bro. But it's like, that's like Trump. Like, Trump's irrational. So, he's, like, fighting fire with fire in a sense, but it's, like, not, like, in a, a non-constructive way. So it's like I can make the justification for it in my head. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But like in that sense, I can kind of be like, okay, like I support it. Is that opening the door just to be almost straight up racist to white people in general? So here's here's the thing that I think about all the time. And, and, you know, for because because I feel like we're like us here, we're all, you know, fairly open minded, of course, not racist. So I feel like we could potentially catch, you know, some of that. You know, inadvertent, you know, Trump hate, you know, just because we are We're white. White. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, I'm willing to, like, accept that, which is why I don't, like, chime in on a lot of, like, conversations that don't necessarily, like, pertain to me, like, on, uh-huh. like, Twitter or anything. Like, I don't get involved in, uh, I'm not active on Twitter because it's, like, I'm not going to get caught in, caught in the crossfires. Which is why I stick to my corner of pretty much nba twitter which is why i only chime in when we're talking about like fucking dark souls or crossfit or whatever like i'm only gonna talk about the things that i know about fantasy tactics yeah well that's just like okay hey (laughs) first and foremost i want to reach out to joe i want to apologize for not responding to that for that for that tweet that tyler tagged in if he doesn't i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll tweet him but i just like look the game's fine it's a good game. It's a really good game. I have nothing bad to say about it, but I'll, 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 at the same at the same time, I don't have anything to like say about it other than that either. Like, yeah, no, that's but funny. anyway, uh, I think the, the 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 thing that I fall into a lot of times is like staying in like my lane. Like, it's like now's not the time for me to like voice my opinion. 
Like no, we've had our time in the spotlight for and true, I, and I think hundreds that's kind of, of years in American society, and even before that on a global and scale. I think that's kind of the thing with like white like being racist yeah. against white people. They, when you say that, you're equating something that is socially damaging and has been going on for hundreds and even thousands of years, depending on the culture, to someone who just said something that you didn't like on an on you know an internet app like that those two things are not the same like racism in its truest form is not mean things that are said to you because you can because if it's especially happening on your phone you can put your phone down and those things cease to happen yeah you know it's not something that you, you like it is something we can hide from and it is something we can choose when to and when not to engage in and i don't think that reverse racism is something that like needs to be legitimized in a way that it's like, well, all racism is bad. Racism is as equally bad as any other kind of racism. It's like, no, this is not really the point. Your perceived slights are not equ- <laughs> like equating to, you know, systemic oppression. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. And I have a thought on that and it might be kind of a hot take, but it's like, I think that that like clinging to the definition of racism as it relates to systemic oppression now is antiquated and also like obsolete like it still happens well no i'm not saying it doesn't happen that's definitely not my point i'm just saying like you can't you can't you can't justify certain behaviors by saying that a certain group of people can't be racist because they're I'm not, not saying, I'm not saying you like, like, I'm I not think justifying talk- it. I'm not saying what yeah, they're doing is cool. What I'm, I'm just saying, saying they're is, not, you can't equate them. I think we're talking about two different concepts now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's exactly. not racism anymore. Exactly. Like if that's, if that's what you're going to say. And like, that's what I'm saying. It's all under the blanket of racism, which does tend to, which in leads some people's to like mind, a linguistic, like, it, you know, no, yeah, let's actually be semantic about this because it is important. Well, yeah, and, that, and and it's one of the few things where I feel like it, being semantic about it is very important, yeah. like because we can't have this conversation without using like blanket terms or umbrella terms uh, for certain things, and I think that that gets us into like hot water. It creates too much red tape for us to talk about any particular issue with with a fine tooth, you know, with and, a fine tooth comb. And what's the, the thing? The Do you ma- break that down into layman's terms? I mean, I feel like I even missed that, so I feel so like what maybe- I'm saying is is like like you do see people from time to time that are white that say like oh. Well, by your definition of the term racism, you know, your behavior is is so, is like, oppressive so, to me. But then the, the 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 common defense of that, it says that, like, well, I can't be racist because I'm not white and there and yeah, white no, people are those true. that are in power. And by the technical definition of racism, which means to be in a system or in a position of power to systemically oppress another group or class of people. Therefore, I can't be racist, yeah, no. which is like, OK, we're not talking about the same thing anymore. Like like that, like the technical definition that you're operating by is is like a uh, a false fucking it's like a like a like a it's like a shield that you hide behind. You know what I mean? Like, got it. Well, and that's the thing, too. I can't remember what class it was. I think it was American philosophy. I don't know. But someone had the quote where it was like 90% of all arguments uh, start from a miscommunication and um, uh, a disagreement over terms, over the definition of words. And, you know, guys will argue with each other for four hours about what it means to do something and they don't ever define that thing first you know they don't define the word racism before they go off on each other and scream at each other about who's being racist and who isn't being racist they don't come to an agreement first about what they're talking about they just go on to talk about what they believe they're talking about and 
And I'll say you this. Don't ever, you don't ever connect to the other person because you're arguing two different things. I think a, a, and also a big like fallacy that I find myself in a lot of the times is like I, I take as a white man and as somebody who <laughs> wants to be progressive in that sense and give everybody a fair shot. I think like... <laughs> And this is fucked up to actually admit out loud now that I'm like reading it. I think like I look at like people of color's opinion as more valid than a white person's opinion. Well, that and especially in our upbringing, we don't have a whole lot of experience with, you know, someone who's not white's opinion. And I think is that like a version of me overcompensating? Like, yeah, because I think like, oh, like and that's this guy's white. He can't possibly know like. He what he's fucking talking about? He can't, like, he can't know of the experiences, and I've heard this before. That's the thing. Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, like these are like these are the things that you know people you've been related to, and books you've read, and all that stuff. You've and movies you've seen, and TV shows you've watched. These are things. These are ideas you've already heard hashed out before from both sides. Yeah, and it's like I, I you know, like I don't know, like I really don't. <laughs> and this is like this is probably this has to be the most ignorant thing like to say. <laughs> like I don't think I grew up like placing a whole lot of stock into like the color of another person's skin no. i always noticed it yeah. but i never like i was like the the difference was not fundamental the difference was like i'm this color you're that color but like the end of the day we both have 10 fingers 10 toes a full head of hair and i don't have that anymore but you know like i i don't know if I, like i don't know like but that, that, that's another evolution of something that i'd never had never considered before because the white person like the, the 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 fake like woke thing to do is be like I don't see the color of any person's skin. People of color are like, no, I want you to see that I am different. It doesn't mean I'm worse or be- or better. It doesn't mean it just means that you know I come from a different culture and yeah. you can't totally ignore that by just being like, oh, we're all the same. And it's like, no, we. It's like saying you know, uh, uh, someone thinking you know women are inferior to men and then. The next step is like, no, everyone's the same. And it's like, no, you have to understand that there are fundamental differences and it's not qualitative differences. It's, you know, either physical differences or experiential differences. And that doesn't make it better or worse. You can't uh, you can't apply these, you know, these things to it that make it better or worse. But you have to still understand. I've where actually the seen this from. more and more um, where like a person of color says like, no way can I be my true self, you know, at work to my coworkers. And I feel like that kind of falls under that same umbrella of, you know, like I can't be myself yeah. culturally, you know, hundred percent, you know, I kind of have to conform to um, the way know, that the the, actual, like, yeah. like, like the white culture, the yeah. like yeah. the work culture, which yeah. is essentially white culture. Um, the one that's been set up, you know, and we're, we've been working on for, for working off of for a while. Yeah. But like another fucked up thing about that too is, is like, I mean, I work in jobs like that and it's like, I can't be myself either. Like no. I can't walk around saying, fuck this, fuck that. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. For sure. Oh, like, man, this I, guy's a fucking idiot. I, like this guy's a fucking moron or this project's fucking stupid as shit. Why are we doing this? Like I can't say the things I want to say. Like I worked in an office full of uh, old ladies and I would, yeah. t- I would tell them that I went to church with my mom and I'm but, constantly being reprimanded. <laughs> for having a pessimistic attitude and it's just like no I don't I don't think I have a pessimistic attitude yeah. I just think I'm a little more honest than some of my coworkers are willing to be like maybe I am negative like that's fine but like you know if you put a project in front of me and you just expect me to do it and not 
question the validity of it or or the processes, especially since I'm the one that's going to have to be doing it. And you yeah. just say, oh, you have a bad attitude. Like, no, you know what true. I mean? Like, but, but there are those are things that are uh, personality traits, you know, and character traits. And they're things that are about you that you do have to, you know, mute and kind of yeah. hide in a public setting. Yeah. But they're things that you... As, it's not that you can't control them because it is how you naturally are, but you can mask them successfully. And some people will never get over the fact that even if someone's speaking the same volume as, you know, another person, if they look different, then there is someone, the, the person receiving it will might think no matter how well behaved they are or how, you know, professional they are, they're going to see it as something different. It's kind of like a, a, a the blind uh, test of resumes and you know asian kids would do this when they were uh, uh applying to jobs out of college i would talk to you know my friends we went to a school that had a bunch of asian kids so i'd talk to them as they're about to graduate college and a lot of them would i can't remember if they would actually do this or there was just like a, an article about a guy who applied to all these jobs out of college and he applied all of them to first using his actual last name which was like chen or something and then he did it the exact same resume with Smith and you know, Smith got all the callbacks. No, I actually worked with a, a with a black guy named Kenny, or at least that was his middle name. I don't re really recall his first name, but you know, it was a more traditional, you know, like African American name, but he went by Kenny because he got, you know, callbacks on yeah, his resume yeah, yeah, yeah. and actually, you, you know, fit in a little bit. Yeah. And that's the thing too. That, that, that's something uh, I, I know Bomani Jones and Lebetard uh, have this disagreement where, Levitar thinks that when people, the, mo, most of the time when people are being racist, they're not doing it uh, out, of minister, out of sinisterness or malice. They're literally doing it out just of ignorance. ignorance? They yeah. just they they don't. They, you know, it's that inherent bias that they don't have, you know, quote unquote control over because it's not something they consciously think about. Because they are, they do think, oh, I don't see color, but they do things that you know would suggest that they don't necessarily view different people in the same kind of way whereas Bomani thinks that people know exactly what they're doing and he doesn't give you know racist people that really that benefit of the doubt kind of thing I'm with him on that though like I honestly think that like nine times out of ten like someone knows what they're doing yeah like it, it's not hard to be like a nice person like it really isn't it's honestly harder to be an asshole like I don't know about that. I dude, like I think I, I think I think the the, the it, this is where you if you want to get deep on the uh, the <laughs> the basic instinct of uh, human nature, like I don't buy that though. Are we I don't actually, buy that though. Like well, do, I really do, don't buy that though. So like, you think you think our uh, our our tendency to to be in a group and uh, communal thing, and so stuff like, is if you stronger than use, like if you want to use like if you want to use like the instinctual argument asshole. if you want to use the instinctual argument that says like oh yeah it's survival of the fittest that's some fucking bullshit like like take that back to when we were fucking hunter gatherers we had to cooperate to survive yeah, yeah. we didn't fucking just get to like fucking say like fuck that guy like I'm gonna club him over the head and he's gonna be but gone but there is like, that guy that it still even happens today where he sees everyone cooperating and he goes oh suckers I can get him on this I can, I can play yeah, off of that's that like, you know what I, I mean? Can, but he's going to play, like, within a certain context of the rules. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to fucking put you in a headlock and tell you, like, this is the way it's going to be. And if you don't like it, I'm no, fucking throwing the, you off the, the fucking but bridge. They'll, like, but they'll, they'll cut you from under your knees at the, I think at the that, perfect uh, opportune time but to I get But I think ahead. that also takes, that like, like that takes a, a certain set of skills that are a lot more rare than just somebody that's 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 trying to just 
stay out of fucking yeah. confrontations way. And I think that that's kind of where we got to as a society is that it wasn't people who were willing to it is true. To go against the grain more often than not. I do not. think like a lot of people... We had to people, work together and cooperate. Like, because of Twitter and, like, social media, you can see a lot of opinionated people and a lot of, like, you know, outgoing and, like, against the grain kind of people. That's but all most in a bubble, people, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the people, uh, I feel like, of the world are just... They want to be left alone. Like, you know, like, I'll do what I can, and I don't want to really want to make waves. I don't want... I yeah, just I mean, like, with thing. the thing with Twitter is it's, like, you, you, you could spend a lot of time on Twitter and, and have that shape the way that you expect things to be in real life but it's like that's not people aren't like that yeah. like i mean like some are but like like no, the, well, that whole the thing vast the- majority of people the people you meet out in the real world like they aren't saying whatever the fuck they want like at any given time without any repercussions like they're playing by a by an unwritten set of rules <laughs> the like, majority of the people when you tell them you saw something on twitter they go oh i don't have a twitter like well, yeah, that's, like that's, most that's true too like Congrats. <laughs> Honestly, like at this point, like I, yeah, if you've, you've never had a Twitter and, and yeah, if you don't know what that's like, I'm, I'm jealous because it's like in the last like five, six years, that website, social media app, whatever that platform has become an absolute hellscape. Like it's just become a fucking hellscape. It used to be a great place to go to escape. Well, yeah, it was things super, like that. It was super irreverent and weird, and then, and then it kind of like got like woke a little bit, but it was more like okay, like we're gonna start like making this a place for people to connect like more efficiently. So this is a good place to get like information and follow shit like as it's really and as then, and now it's and just then the like, bots dude, came. like yep, and then the bots came, <laughs> and now like I have to ask like every time I see a comment that gets a lot of likes or gets a lot of retweets, I gotta ask like, is this is this a real person? Is this like a real person? Like, <laughs> like I have to ask. Like, when you see somebody interacting with somebody, and it's like, are they getting played on the highest level right now? Like, yeah, it's just like it's, I don't feel safe on Twitter. I just I don't <laughs> feel safe. Like, I really just feel like I'm at any given moment what could be fucking a victim. Like, it's it's uh, yeah, it's the weirdest feeling. I feel safer in a fucking. <laughs> Anywhere else, <laughs> but I don't know. Like the the whole thing, the 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 thing that brought this up was just because I watched that video of Donald Trump being an asshole, yeah. and 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 just like the way that he said, like, and the film was won by a South Korean, like the Oscars were just an American thing, like no, like they're not. Buddy, like it is weird though to yeah. yeah to to see the crowd behind him always like you know yeah you're right but dude. then to use Gone with the Wind that is a, that 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 is a movie that pretty much is like the beacon of racism in film like and also a hundred years old yeah which is like doesn't you help pick, you either like any other movie in the last like in twenty years they really just don't get it and people are cheering for him and it's like are they cheering for him because he said that or are they cheering for him because it's like just they really the believe well, the thing, yeah. too. if you go to a rally and someone and the guy you're there to see just pauses that's when you start going yeah you're right yeah so are you guys gonna go out and vote (laughs) (laughs) probably not i do the right end just do it just go do it always do the right do it like go go vote i can't go stand in line but i do the i I mean being in california i feel like whoever the democratic nominee is just gonna win hands down anyway so 
Yeah, and California does suck that way. That, just like, don't fucking like, don't buy into that though. Like, go vote, go cast your vote. Well, that's like, the thing too. Honestly, and, like, it's not gonna kill you to like to that, get the things that are mailed to you. Do a little research and vote. And like, it's not, and, 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 and like you said, the <laughs> but I'm not talking about like about, about like this particular like like election. It is election year, obviously, but like I do want to vote more so on like on or, the local or, on the, on the like, local yeah, like yeah, yeah, measures. Yeah. That's and the point. Do that's, that's the point. Yeah, like, California is always gonna vote for a Democratic president, but everything else yeah. like it it does actually but like and especially us in Orange County where vote for your congressman, vote for your fucking uh, yeah, California, everybody else that's the, on a local level. Like California is the bluest. Like state in the fucking country, but Orange County is like the, one of the reddest pockets in the it's country. So it's a weird place that we're in. Where it's definitely a bubble on a local over level. Here. Yes, your vote actually. Oh, we do by. have quite a, a few universities here in Orange County. So, yeah. like, like you know, it is still fairly young and liberal in yeah, its yeah, own right. Yeah, but I mean, Until also like as far as like an income level like goes, like yeah, Orange County is going to stay red. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just the way that that goes. They make too much money to not be red. Um. But, uh, yeah, this, the whole, like, racism, like, just, it feels like it's everywhere. And I just, like, I, yeah, it just like, doesn't matter what you go, where you do. And like, I feel like a, a what, lot of people would tell you, you like, where you go. welcome, you know? A lot of people would tell you, like, yes, the bubble you've been living in or the, the whatever experiences you have up until now have been insulated from. Racism is kind of and racism is kind of out there anyway. My personal feeling on that is I, I just need to shut the fuck up and and listen to you know like the points of view that yeah. you know aren't traditional because I really don't know you know yeah. I, I, I truly don't know so I, I've never been in a position of you know you know on the opposite side of racism. Yeah, shall, yeah. Shall it's incredibly say. hard to like like look at the conversation that's going on and uh, have any constructive like input that's, that's how I fine feel. Like, that's fine too you know? well and that's like, the thing is that's like why it's like that's why i stay in my lane yeah, i don't yeah, feel yeah. like twitter is the environment for me to exactly like i mean i, I just do, i just myself. do my best to be an ally you know like if i see a white person being ignorant or racist i'll call him out but i mean other than that like that i really don't have a take one way or another do you have a take about anything else I mean, not as good as bed sheets and racism. <laughs> Was the bed sheets your thing? No. Uh, I mean, I've got a, I've got a lot. If, in case you guys no, keep going. Right. You're the take guy. Do we have anything like? T- I mean, I guess like the take the about racism things, sort of became a topic. None to of talk these things about. are actually like takes. There, I I yeah. I say something that's 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 like personal to me, and then I ask you, hey, what do you guys think? <laughs> I told you about my bed sheets and my my yeah. phone apps, and then I go, okay, now you guys go. So I guess like I have I have a take here, and I'm 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 gonna gonna go into it, and this is what I usually like avoid doing because All it's right. like it's such like a uh, exclusive exclusive like stance but like talk about it acquired taste haters fuck right off <laughs> but they don't have the acquired taste so of course that's going to be their position to but like fuck it. right off <laughs> like just fuck off like what is this in reference to like being like the kind of person that's like i don't like coffee i don't like this <laughs> i don't like that and it's like yeah everybody fucking doesn't like that when they fucking try it you fucking ding dong like i don't know why talk you to me like after this, six months like i don't know why you like this alcohol thing it tastes terrible i don't terrible. know why you like coffee coffee <laughs> tastes like shit and it's like well yeah to that, somebody who's had it twice like that and nowadays you can you can 
you can make coffee in so many various ways that you could definitely find something where but you're the like, thing this is about the most like way I've ever had. You can get a macchiato, you can get a latte, you can get a fucking cold brew, you can get a, a, a French pour press, over, a French press pour over. Like you'll find something that you're like, wow, I've had it all. This is good, and I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk's the kind of person that was like AM, PM, drip, like I cents right out of the thing. It, no, no creamers, no sugars. Give, give me, it to me the jet fuel and hook it straight up into my veins. Kirk wants I'll the drink last it pour of the all pot. Day. <laughs> I want the fucking dregs. I want the burnt fucking beans in the Starbucks roaster. Give it to me. Oh, man. So, I want to struggle these days. Yeah, I have, actually. Sorry. No, that's cool. Uh, I want to struggle these days, so um, I've actually been reusing coffee grinds. So, it's like... Not a bad move. Yeah. But but here's the thing. Like, the, the context is everything here. Like... What what have you been reusing them? Like, have you been are brewing? they steel cut? Well, no. Like, have no, you so been brewing the, a cup of coffee on Tuesday and then using those same grinds on Friday? No, 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 no. So, <laughs> like, uh, the original pot of coffee is being made, and then the same day, if I want another pot of coffee, I'm just pouring, you know, enough for maybe a cup or two, mm. and just you know, rebrewing it. So it's essentially just watered down. Yeah, coffee. Which so. is like fine, like it's fine, it's fine. But my- and I love all coffee. Like it could be the worst coffee in the world. I drink my coffee black, no matter what. So Folgers, Seven Eleven, AM, Folgers is great. Kirkland, it, it's it, great. It's great. See, you, I, like, like I, there's like, not I, no such thing as bad coffee. Like okay, that's where I'm with Tyler on this one. Like coffee is coffee. Like it, <laughs> it, it serves its purpose. It's you know to. Well, I actually don't like the taste of coffee. Because uh, <laughs> you're ass. You're an idiot. Well, I, I like do. I like do. I like drinking it. I just like to have cream with it. I like coffee because it's a hot beverage and it's gonna give me some energy. I like and coffee because it's fucking delicious. Yeah. Like, uh, I, it's yeah, a, I need the Kurt, sugar. And a, I need the it's milk. an acquired taste. I need, the- but you can fuck right <laughs> off with that. Like, like that's the thing. Like, yeah, it is an acquired taste. Nobody's denying that it's acquired taste. But like, you know what? You know what else is an acquired taste? Working. Oh, I thought you were going to say something sexual. And doing a bunch of other shit in life you don't want to do. You got to do some things to get to the real juice. So, back to that, you you you've eaten coffee beans before? I've I've put one or two in my mouth. <laughs> You know, and the thing is, is like if I'm cleaning up and I maybe knock a coffee bean into the sink and it's wet, I don't want to throw it in with the rest of the coffee. So do you, bean. Eat, do you eat coffee beans like corn nuts? Yeah. Do you like pack a lip, pack a lip of the coffee grounds? No, like- I mean you got one bean in your mouth. You maybe like put it right there on the front of your lip, like for a couple seconds, just get it nice and moist, and then you kind of just start nibbling at it with your front teeth. Like it's, it's. I mean, it's all right. It's oh. child's play, guys. Like oh. it's child's play. I might but try acquired, it out. Acquired taste, like it, it goes for. Just about I mean, everything that's acquired taste. I used, like, to, eat, I used to eat weed stems. So if something's bad, it's bad. <laughs> if something's bad, it's awful. And you know it's awful. And if that's the case, you're never going back there again. But Are you being an acquired taste hater right now? Yeah, okay. I am. I'm, look, I'm saying like... <laughs> I, hey, okay, so just because something isn't awful doesn't mean it like makes it automatically like good or okay you know it's like okay not the argument i'm making i can chew on you know a weed stem and it's not the worst thing in the world but is there really like a point to it like is it good no no but we're not arguing about whether or not it has a point (laughs) we're talking about acquired taste and not sticking through to something having no stick-to-itiveness you know what else is an acquired taste what alcohol yeah 
But I also don't blame anyone that would just like, hey, I didn't like that first thing. It's not for me. Where where you're talking about is when they're like, no, coffee's bad, and I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> like that's that's dumb. I if just don't, don't like, like anything, when people go. Fine. I don't Ranch like dressing just, is ass, and I'll go I don't to the think grave. that's an acquired yeah. taste. I don't think that has anything to do with an acquired taste. Like, yeah, an acquired like taste thing don't. is is really something that like like from a biological perspective, you do have to do a couple times. To yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. ranch dressing, if it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, like, yeah, if you don't like something, you don't like something. Hidden you Valley do, you sucks do. ass. But I think <laughs> what you're saying is, yeah, acquired taste is, hey, I used to not like this either, and then I kept having it, and now I do, kind of thing. I just, I think it's first one of those things where it's bad. like, yes, yes I like coffee is overwhelming. The first people go, oh, coffee tastes like shit, but it's like, no, it doesn't. It's just like you aren't developed. But you gotta fucking is that the 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 caffeine addiction talking. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Okay, Mm-mm. no, because as a, no, because that's not real. As a cigarette, <laughs> as a cigarette smoker, you know, cigarettes are ass. Thank you. So this is a great why, example. Why do, that's that's what, exactly where I was going. Why do people smoke certain brands? See, I because addiction. Exactly, but so <laughs> I started thing, off. With, I don't want coffee in the morning. I don't drink it. I started off with Marble Reds. I can't smoke yeah. a pack of Marble Reds today. Like I've smoked Marble Reds. That's awful. Newports. I. The Jimmy Marble Lights taste like shit to me. Like they, they Marble Lights like taste shit. like the smell of shit to me. Yeah. Uh, Marble Twenty Sevens, and now I'm on Parliaments, and no, I'm not a cokehead. I just you had to throw that though. out there. Yeah, mean, you know, when in Rome, you know, bachelor parties. <laughs> yeah, there uh, we go. Bachelor parties, Saturday weddings, afternoons. You know. Yeah. <laughs> This is you. This is where you play the uh, the under maintenance music. Nah, we're good. We're all right. And we're we back. That. You know, we're an honest podcast here. My mom's not listening. We can tag her. Yeah, yeah. wait until we blow up. But I get what you're saying. Just like cigarettes, cigarettes are bad. I've smoked. They're terrible. A few of them in my day, and I never got over the the, the way it felt the first time. So I smoked the one the night I the night I was high on Valium and did the beer bong and got my dad's laptop stolen. I've smoked seven cigarettes my entire life. Four of them were that night. <laughs> That's like an impressive go about it. And you're like carrying these things around. My favorite thing about the parliaments is the little oh, fucking okay. Kirk's Kirk's opening the. the the little, the my little, cigarettes. I brought the my fucking I the filter my funks out. that you got, bro. Yeah. So if you look at filters of like a regular cigarette, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you one. Okay, cool. You can give them that one. You don't have to like pass them all out. No, that's cool. But I want one. For, I'm trying to be cool right now. The 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 filter of the, no. So look There's at no it. filter in here. No, oh, no, no. It's, it's deep in there. there. It's, it's deep, deep in there. there. What's why that for? It, why is it so deep in there? It's for la cocaine. It's for la cocaína. (laughs) (laughs) You put it on the other side of the filter? That's what you do with cocaine? When you, like, oh, to hide it when you're going in a fucking... No, thank you. To, like, like, do a bump. Oh. Yeah. No, that's not what it's for. (laughs) It's maybe not not what it was designed for, but it's certainly effective. (laughs) It's a tool. It's certainly effective. Do you ever sneak something in there? No. How do people do it? What would you uh, sneak in there? How would people do it in concerts? I you, sneak, so you sneak a joint in your, a key? In your cigarette. Oh, there you go. A key? The, the, usually a key is probably the because most effective way I to do it. I just remember anytime I'm in a line for security, people are like, they never check the cigarettes, dude. Like, just here, pop it in there. Oh, right uh, well, you're saying like bring like a joint in, like a, a, joint case, into a, into a, a pack of cigarettes? Or yeah. 
Well, that's one way to do it. Oh, okay. So I have a perfect joint hideaway. So okay. if you ever rock hats to a, to oh, a the concert. In, the inside of the brim? You're talking the to a bald guy here. The yeah. bald guy rocks yep. hats all yeah. the time. So I was actually at a Talib Quali concert. And I had about like three joints hidden in my hat, and about ha- and I and about halfway through the concert, I was trashed. I was hammered. Good. And Talib started throwing CDs out into the crowd. When? What year was this? This. It actually wasn't. It was, may have been. Please 2010. don't say 2012. No, it was like <laughs> right around there. So it was like 2010, 2012, and he started throwing CDs out into the crowd. Well, one of these CDs caught me in like the broom of the hat like the hat saved my face from getting hit in the face with a tall quality CD fucking thrown like a frisbee it, yeah exa- <laughs> no, no like a baseball so the CD was coming at me Jesus, Talib, just yeah. chucking him in there <laughs> so the CD was coming at me and hit like the front brim of my hat my hat goes flying and three of my joints just like go like everywhere. scattering everywhere yeah. Like, you're, yeah. like, you're like Sonic with the rings when he gets hit you just, you just get hit and joints pop out that's exactly <laughs> what happened and I freaked the fuck out and I'm like, I'm like shoving people like get the fuck out of the way like gotta don't get step the on goods. this <laughs> wow I've done it in my waistband before but yeah I don't think I was wearing a hat what joints in the waistband of like my underwear <laughs> I'm like go ahead Ooh. search me it's not a bad, but like also like you're moving also, around I mean, and it gets yeah, a little moist. This was at, uh, this is at Coachella, so I they do were think in there about that. Like five seconds and it was moist. like if you ever like you know at a concert and someone's passing around something, would regardless where of was what, that? Where, where was, was it? That? Was it in your sweaty fucking boxer briefs? Probably. Like did, like at did the you end of the Gucci? Day, like if somebody's is passing in your you a sock day, or in your like, shoe, you know, you're, I, it, you're yeah, of course. I mean, another thing, like when in Rome, you know, like of course I'm gonna hit it, like but it does still cross my mind. But yeah, I was. I really just wanted to get out here and just kind of tell you, acquired taste haters, that you guys are just you're being childish. You're you're just being childish. That's it. That's 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 all I gotta say. Like, find me the thing. Find me the thing that after a hundred times doing it, you still don't like it. Well, that's just yeah. That's just a habit. After a while, that's a stubborn habit. No, it's not true because you know I like work. Like no, but I know. But like people think about that with uh, with like working out. You know, like it sucks to go working out when you start it. But if you do actually get a routine yeah, going, you, then you start to get crave past like the first two weeks. Yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. like enjoy. But here's the thing: I don't no craving working out. No. Okay, so I'm <laughs> no, I'm no one does. I feel that. like I'm on the no opposite spectrum. I, no one you does. Know, that. I, I grew up very active. And, you know, working out was a big part of my life. And then once I stopped doing it, I cannot, for the life of me, get back into working out. It's like, hard, in dude. My, Like, it's after hard. my mid-20s. Yeah. I have struggled with it for the last, like, two and a half years. It's like, why? Like, yeah. no matter what, I'm going to look essentially the same. You know? Like, I may look a little bit smaller eh. or, like, slightly deflated. I don't think I've lifted weights since I was 23. Like, I still have I a fairly fast metabolism. I've, I've tried to gain weight. It's just not happening you know, poor there's me. There's some things you could do. I could, I gained a shit ton of weight doing one particular thing and eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eating creatine. Like, oh yeah. god! I took a gang of creatine for like eight straight months and went from like 160 to 195 pounds. Ah, congrats! Yeah, I'm jealous. And, and it's like it's it's hanging on, dude. It's not going anywhere either. Like, see, that's it another solid thing mass, dude. Like, that's another thing I'm afraid of. I'm afraid if I ever do, you know, decide to go hard and gain weight, that I'm just never gonna lose it. It sucks. It sucks. But the thing is, is like I I think with the creatine, it wasn't like fat that I gained it was like 
legitimate like size mass. like was mass that would be turned into muscle had i kept working out and now i'm like getting back into working out and i've been honestly i've been to the gym like 35 out of 50 days this year or how many what are we what yeah 52 53 days uh of the year i have done like the body scans at nutrishop i literally have not lost a fucking single pound I haven't lost a single fucking pound. Like, Have you changed your diet at all? Like, is that yeah, something that's... Yeah, my diet's never been bad. Like, my diet's <laughs> just been... I mean, I, I drink a lot less alcohol than I used to. I mm-hmm. used to have, like, two beers, like, every night. Like, but, yeah, I drink a lot less beer. I just... I haven't lost a single pound. I've just only lost, like, body fat and, you know, gained muscle mass. So, it's like... There's... It's just, like, the, the fucking shitty part about, like, working out and, 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 like, trying to change your body is that it's, like you see so many things like on the internet or social media about how like you could go from this to this in like three months. And that's like best case scenario. Like it's such a long arduous process trying to alter the shape of your body. Like it takes real skill. It takes real commitment and it takes like discipline. Like you have to not only have a good diet, you got to go to the gym like five times a week. You have to rest. You have to drink a shit ton of water. You have to take, the right supplements like there's there's so much that goes into it and it's such like an inexact science like it's different for everybody some people can just like oh yeah i have a pint of ice cream and then i go to the gym and here's my six pack yeah but those are those people are fucking 19 years old like you know what i mean like when you're 30 like i think the the playing field gets a little more level but like at the end of the day it's like you still gotta know input versus output like you you're, you're eating certain fucking certain levels of 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 key nutrients you're avoiding processed foods you're avoiding sugars you're avoiding carbs if you're trying to lose fat faster than you're trying to gain muscle you're trying to do the do the exact opposite if you're trying to gain muscle faster than you're trying to lose weight like so it's like there's there's a lot of ways to go about it it's a very inexact science that's different for everybody and it's all about staying disciplined like if i had someone to make all that kind of food for me i i would totally be down it's just the fact that no one is around to make all that food for me so i would have to be the one to do it and here's the thing that's man. To me like harder it's, than it's, put, getting the food down is like it's the not so much it. about what you eat it's about how much of certain things that you do eat yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not like oh like i'm gonna have but the, the, the part of that is making sure your fridge is stocked with you know the right things and if they're perishable then you know you've got it eat them in the fashion that you yeah yes and no that's no different than like if you didn't though like just the the thing is is like foods that aren't healthy have a lot more preservatives in them so they last a lot longer but uh, you know if you're eating relatively healthy like like i eat chicken brown rice and zucchini for lunch every day and it's like that stuff doesn't have a long shelf life but if i make it all on sunday yeah freeze two or three of those meals and that's then what I'm pull saying. them out like the day before I'm going to eat them. Like that's what it I'm just, saying. it takes like a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's part of it. That's part of the work, not just the working out, but yeah, there's but also the, the discipline of making it's all like, rhythmic, but that's it's all better routine, than, like, you know, cooking and doing dishes every night, you know, just making well, a gang of it at know, once. Like we're conveniently forgetting about dinner because dinner still exists and dinner involves all that <laughs> shit all over again. And, yeah, but like you know, it, it it isn't like hard. It's just it's laborious. Like you really have to, you got to know what you're doing, and you got to like do it. So, like so is this all still on the acquired taste of umbrella. 
I don't know how we got from acquired taste to, but yeah, I guess because working out was kind of the big picture there. Like working out is an acquired taste, but like you said, like, oh, I'll work out for three months and then I'll crave working out. No, I don't think that that's a thing. Like, I think that those people have, but it's habit forming. You can still make well, a habit. Here's out of the thing. It. Like for me, it becomes, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I've done it every day for the last 21 days. I don't want to reap the consequences of not doing it anymore. Yeah. So I do it out of a place of like fear. Like I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym four or five days this week because I don't want to not go to the gym four or five days but this then, week. Like also like where, like what else would you do during that? Like hour, hour and a half span. Like I feel like if Sleep. you do have, well, okay. No, no, exactly. <laughs> so if you do have other hobbies or, you know, other things that you can replace, you sure, know, sure, during that sure. hour and a half time. And I feel like, you know, people who go to the gym, it's just because maybe they don't have, anything else to do that they enjoy doing like they enjoy yeah, spending their time if, if i'm at the gym i'm well, immediately think, thinking like oh man i, I want to play video games when I'm at well home. and i also <laughs> think that was like when i was going to the gym, gym a lot time. i was like 22 like i didn't have shit going on no yeah exactly I could go to the gym for three and a half hours i had a lot more like, time to kill it yeah, it was like yeah. okay like it was a part of my day it's like okay you know you like you didn't I'll, have an eight hour work day you didn't have a two hour commute you didn't have uh, like all a this. wife yeah exactly you know like i i just like there's there's things that i could just get away with doing i could drop what i was doing at any given time and go on a fucking six mile run yeah. like that took me an hour like i could just do that whenever i wanted because i didn't have to worry I forgot about you're a runner that's what? like the worst thing you can do you're, i, I mean i'm not just, even saying from like a physiology like standpoint like i'm just saying like it's so just fucking like mentally yeah. fucking absolutely just but like the thing was is i'd get fucking blasted out of my mind i'd put my fucking shoes on i'd usually the weather's fucking always great so i'd go running without a shirt and i'd just put sunglasses on and just and then he wouldn't eat dinner so this was back when kirk was like 135 pounds yeah dude i was fucking like i didn't weigh anything but like it all like dinner yeah yeah i would just just, fucking smoke i'd go i'd fucking blaze right before going for a run i'd come back drink a bunch of water blaze and then just like chill that was the other thing about kirk and i too is when we would smoke all this weed we didn't get the munchies like the munchies really weren't a thing that we and and it might have been because i can can actually relate to that that's a novelty i think i think it's also because because one of us didn't have the munchies the other one like if one person was like hey let's go to 7-eleven maybe the other person would have been like oh hell yeah i want some taquitos well but because neither one of us ever brought that up, I feel yeah. like it was, I also think it's it was like, just like it was like a novelty, to and I'm too yeah. lazy to eat dinner, and I'm really not that hungry. Like, also, yeah. we lived there, we smoked at Kirk's uh, garage, which is his grandpa's house, and it's not like his grandpa's got like snacks in the kitchen. <laughs> he had a what was that mint jelly shit? Like that was his like he had dessert, fucking, like like gluten free cookies <laughs> and fucking almond joys in the fridge. Like yeah, it was but like, like the thing I think it was a novelty though, honestly. Like because it was like the first couple times you smoke, if you don't smoke for a long time, you do get the munchies. But the munchies is more just like I could eat, and then when you do eat, you're like, "This is delicious," and then you just keep eating. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? The munchies wasn't like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking starving." Like, I don't know. I feel like for some people it is. I just always felt like it was more like, "Oh, the food's there. I'm gonna eat it, and it's delicious, so I'm gonna keep eating it." And then like after a while, like you just kind of like become indifferent to that feeling. Mm-hmm. But like if you did eat, you were like, "This is bomb. This is great. This is amazing." Like there are plenty of times where I'd like I'd go to my grandma's house for dinner or whatever i'd fucking blaze fat right before that and then just fucking just go to town or we'd walk to ginza shoot ginza sushi 
I love that place. That, that place is still good, dude. The place is still amazing. Their lunch specials are amazing. <laughs> they got a sashimi boat there that's like 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 nineteen twenty two bucks or something, but you get like fifteen pieces of sashimi. Oh, I like sashimi. Fucking great, dude. My it's, dad always orders it, and he's like, "Hey, I can't finish this," and I'm like, "I guess I'll have one." And then I'm like, "Oh, this is." Yeah, good. I'm big on sashimi. Uh, sashimi. When I can get sashimi, I do. But like, you gotta, you gotta like kind of pick your battles because sometimes spicy alicorn sashimi is my. I'm big my on the uh, the 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 tuna like the what, what is the shit. the fat totoro? I think is what it's called. Talk, talk that sushi shit. Yeah, yeah. JJ I'm, Reddick with uh, the ball fig. Oh, I dude, I, I love this New Orleans team. A little alligator arms out here. I like uh, I like totoro, which is like this the 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 fat part of the sam uh, the tuna. <laughs> Totoro. I know, but it's a it was, it's a movie. It's one of those uh, Totoroki, Miyazaki oh, movies. Yeah, Miyazaki. Uh, Miyazaki. Yeah. My neighbor Totoro. Uh, I like Totoro. I like um, all of the tuna. Like just basically every kind of the tuna that they have. I'm um, just give me the red shit. Like, and I'm all over it. All right. Um, so that was uh, that was that was that was Kirk's thing. Fuck uh, the uh, yeah. You gotta you gotta repeat it, Kirk. You gotta you gotta sum it up. Fuck the acquired taste, the acquired taste guys. You guys are fucking stupid and you're assholes and you're just fucking. Just keep it to yourself is what Kirk's no, asking. No, don't if keep don't... it to yourself. Just, just go, just do shit you don't want to do from time to time. It builds character. Yeah, that's get like my take. me. He says. Nah, don't get like me. Just fucking, just do shit you don't want to do. Like, really, just look at something you don't want to do. Assess like why you don't want to do it, and then just maybe just for a second, get outside your fucking self. Just do it and just anyway. Do it like and just be like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Like, yeah. So what if just, they do do it for like six months and they still hate coffee? Th- that's different. Like right. then, then fine. Like this if is why you I drink watched- coffee every day for six months and you're like, I just still don't like this coffee. Then I'm like, the first- all right, I respect that you I gave me a legitimate shot. That's a thing. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I watched the first uh, two Twilight movies so that I could say how bad they are anytime I talk about them. Are they but so I've bad? never heard yeah, you say they're that terrible. they're bad. Oh no, they're terrible. And that was it. But that's like a lackluster like review there. Like you watched them in the hopes of of like just proving how have bad they were, noticed, and all you had to say was like, "No, they're bad." Have you like, noticed that? that, that that's honestly, my, think like uh, you're not telling us something. Have you noticed that that's my way of reviewing things? Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. That's good. Popeyes Popeyes chicken sandwich. It's good, guys. Yeah, dude, I was like really disappointed in that review. I don't trust your food reviews. I, I, <laughs> just, I, 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 give, I paid no attention to them whatsoever. Yeah. They don't help me. No. <laughs> they don't help me make an informed or educated decision no. at all. Because it's subjective. You're going to love it or hate it regardless of what I say about it. So, No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, my opinion of it might make you try it or not, but at the end of the day, you're going to like it whether you like it or not. All right. Guys, you're gonna hate it if you hate it. I don't know. Is there anything happening in the world that has piqued your interest? None of my takes are timely, so yeah. Anyone? Well, you can't just like. Here's the thing about the the takes too: is you can't just be the takes guy and not have anything to like talk about passionately. You kind of gotta have to like walk the line on both ends. You get what I mean? Do you want me to really have a, a, a strong take? Just like what about it's a, not what timely? about a topical opinion? It's not timely, but it is timely because of what I compare it to. All right. I think comedy in its purest form peaked with Jackass. Oh. Really? Yes. Really? Because I think comedy really? because because ever since then the comedy that has gotten an ad, That's and, like it's extreme what what do they call like slapstick or like Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's exactly what I mean. So 
what Bobby always loves to say, because Bobby's a huge Tim and Eric fan, he's like, hey, you know those Old Spice commercials? You know the guys from Tim and Eric like wrote those, right? And so, like, yeah, and I don't find them funny. So the guys, like, <laughs> but that kind of comedy, I feel like, has really taken the control of, I guess you can call it the the comedy zeitgeist of the last 15 years, just to be irreverent, weird, kind of non sequitur, and almost shock, but not even shock. It's like that low-level kind of shock where it's like, I you either really think this is funny. I don't think that was a point of jackass. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying jackass was the last bastion of pure, like, I'm laughing out loud because that's just Because funny. it's just outrageous. That's just funny. It wasn't... There was no point behind it. There was no overarching... And and my other point was, beside the Tim and Eric, like, weird, like, irreverent kind of comedy, all comedy on... Especially with memes. Memes are all referential. You're all... You're tying it back to something else. You're making a reference or joke. Or associating it to something. Yeah, yeah. It's all, like, you have to have previous knowledge of this thing to find this thing funny. But and also... That's, that's meme culture. You, you know, you tie this to this because you're like, oh, I get that. That's funny. I feel like Jackass was also very relatable. Like me, like 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 us three could go outside right now and do some sort of you know Jackass you know inspired skit or you know oh, just just push someone into a, in a curb in a shopping yeah. car. Yeah, hey Tyler, like I'm gonna you know go 35 miles an hour down the street. Let's see if you could jump and over the car. If you try to describe Jackass the next day to someone, it sounds stupid if they haven't seen it. But then if you if they're watching it at 12:30 at night in the, like a dark room by themselves, they're dying laughing at like the next thing. <laughs> That Mark putting in his mouth. Like. Oh my god! So wait, you're you're saying that Jackass is the last? Was the last like? And I I might be, unintentional. I unintentional might be, comedy. I might be or? like three stooges about this, where I'm like, oh, it was the last good comedy, all comedy ever since then is crap. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like comedy I don't think so. in its purest but, form. If like a five year old is watching it and doesn't understand anything about the world or anything about high minded yeah. kind of comedy. I think Jackass was the last form of that being at its peak. I think because even Chappelle's yes show, Chappelle's no. show's hilarious, but you need to know like about Rick James. You need to know about Prince. You don't you need, though. Need to, you don't though. You no, don't. I feel like no. you had to at least know you who they don't. were. You didn't have the, the 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 genius about the Rick James and the Prince skits <laughs> was that like Chappelle played a character that. It could have been anybody. Like, it really could and have been anybody. Thing, saying, it was the fact that Charlie Murphy was telling a story about his interaction with somebody famous this, that I'm made not, it hilarious. I'm not and saying that the Jackass story is, seemed so outrageous. I'm not saying yeah. Jackass is funnier than, <clears throat> Ch- than Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show is my favorite show ever. But, so I'm definitely not saying no, that. I'm, I'm saying look, it's... Look, I, it, I did not interpret you saying yeah, that. Yeah, Chappelle is the greatest... Yeah, I don't. No. I think that. I, yeah, yeah it, that's the greatest show of all time. Pure like laugh out loud comedy. No one's made me laugh harder in my life than Dave Chappelle has. At I various, don't, I don't know. At various, that's points. what I'm saying. I think. I think being in sixth grade at at, at night watching uh, Jackass yeah. and and. I'm not under any kind of influence, and I'm laughing out loud, and I'm trying to muffle myself in the middle of the night because my whole like house yeah. is asleep, and I'm watching uh, Brandon DiCamillo doing some weird shit, or Ryan Dunn getting hit in the face by something, or Johnny Knoxville falling and doing that Johnny Knoxville laugh that he does. I I or, or Chris I, or uh, fucking uh, oh, what, what was the other guy's name? What yeah. Was, uh, what was the other wild? Chris Pontius pooping in wild like a, or party boy. <laughs> party, party boy is boy. awesome. And he carries around the keep Jesus out of California. Keep God out of California. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. I just I I think that like and, I don't and, know. And it's and hard to explain. You honestly can't do that anymore because 
Yeah. Vine star gets fame or a, a TikTok star gets famous overnight. And these guys were able to do three seasons of shit out in the public where people are like, get the fuck away from me, man. And they're saying this to Johnny Knoxville, who you would immediately recognize, recognize. nowadays. With yeah, but then, like he was wasn't like, like famous back then. No, like, but, but that's the thing. You could be immediately famous. I don't know. Like, did I, this for three I years have, like, before I, they, like, like, I want to agree with what you're saying, but like I'm also just like, like I, I guess, but like, I don't know. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I laugh my ass off. <laughs> Watching Jackass, but I also don't think it was because it was like the other thing before this take, uh, like funny. I think it was just like it was so just like, oh my god, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like it was so outrageous most yeah. of the time. Like it was still cringy, you know, like the whole like paper cuts thing. Yeah, like, the, or like a, them barfing. Like, there was yeah. a lot that wasn't that wasn't great. That was like maybe some people found it snorting wasabi. Was, <laughs> yeah, um, just going, ugh. Or the Jumping ass, in the fucking uh, the like ass, like poop sewer with the pogo sticks, the like, asshole rocket, yeah, <laughs> asshole rocket sticking a toy car up your ass, like like all that yep. shit. Like uh, I was just like, I don't know, man. The sticking the car up the ass wasn't funny until he went to the X-ray. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that is that a toy car? Oh my god! I just I that's don't what think, happens yeah, in real life. Though. That's the thing. Anything, I also can't. Uh, I also can't uh, speak from like any kind of. Recency because I have seen Chappelle's show recently and it's still funny. I haven't oh my watched God. Jackass recently, so maybe it doesn't. I hold think up. I to me, like uh, Chappelle's show and the stand ups he did very close to Chappelle's show are like the beacon of what should be considered. I, comedy. I kind of want like, to talk. Chip, I don't know. No, I never Chip, mean. don't do Go it. Go ahead. You got it. You're you kind of like teased us there. Well, it's like. I kind of want to watch it with a person of color and see if we're laughing because of the same thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's why it, he quit it, Chappelle's show, right? Because, well, exactly. because so Be- many of the fan base was laughing at the the, the funniness of, oh, look at the, like, the black guy doing the black guy thing. And he realized, like, oh, shit. Like, I never I felt p- like that, dude. I never felt that's like that either. No, and, it, and it did suck because remember when uh, when uh, Charlie Murphy and the other – who was the other guy? That, uh, Donnell Rawlings. Brandon. Darnell, yes, yes, oh. and they, they they would host the lost episodes afterwards, and yeah. they kind of had like the Q and A with the crowd, and there was that like, I don't think I was ever, and like white people would stand up and be like, I don't think I was so, ever but laughing here's the thing. at like, like if we look at like I the, I was, the, the like, context on the joke too, if we look at like the context of like how that all played out, I think the first two seasons you got to see Chappelle doing what he wanted to do, and not so much what producers or I don't think he's ever directors. controlled by producers, though. I think like, in the third, that was the reason that he ended up leaving, though, is because that this that was Did what they, want him they to be thought. Like, oh, do another Rick James thing or something. He's like, no, yes. I want to keep doing. Well, and like- I think part of him leaving was as that people had become to associate him with the Rick James thing, but also like, <laughs> hey, I think I'm that Rick they James, were just bitch. thinking like, hey, like the thing that's going to be the funniest is when you do like the stereotypical like yeah, yeah, yeah. black guy comedy, I like know you know mean. what I mean? Like, I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think the first two seasons of that show, like that was in a stand-up though, right? Where people would just be like, "Hey, I'm Rick James." He's like, "I'm with my kids, kids, man. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me alone." But uh, he, uh, dude, those what the killing them softly and uh, for what it's worth. Are those the two? Oh my god! 
They're Can't so buy funny, weed dude. And pussy with They're Disney dollars. So funny. Dude. That's how I felt with my, with my tax return when uh, they offered me an Amazon gift card. Really? <laughs> Can't buy weed and pussy with an Amazon gift I card. I think that that show and his stand up is. I need to like, rewatch the Netflix stand ups because some people say they like they're better on like multiple listens, and I've only ever watched them once. That's true, but that was like the way that like all of his shit kind of worked. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like like the show, not so much because the show like did a good <laughs> job you, of like. What are you looking at, Dave? And. <laughs> like making the like the punchlines like concise and funny so it was like you could go back to school and quote them the next day the stand-up so some of them you did watch a couple times and just dude his uh i think it's in for what it's worth when he talks about the the native americans in new mexico do you remember that joke maybe yeah I I I I, I <laughs> he, balled up a gum wrapper and threw it on the ground, and the tear came out of his eye. I swear to God. And he goes, I was like, dang, like you're Native American, like what's your name, dog? And he goes, please, dog is my cousin. <laughs> I am running coyote. <laughs> oh man, but I think uh, his his like fucking stand up. Like I don't think that was like what was going on. Early on, you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, when when he was, like, at his height, like, it was him doing the shit that he thought was funny. And I don't think we were laughing at him. Like, yeah. we were laughing at the situational, like, context of some of the shit. Obviously, some of the shit is a little more, like, uh, specific to, you know, certain experiences. But I think that at the end of the day, he did a really good job of making very ordinary situations, like, funny to people who didn't have their heads up their ass. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the homeless guy jerking off on the bus. Like, like there's, there's so fucking many of them that weren't, weren't about just like, you He's know, like, Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> but what came out was, come on dog. You, you hit my elbow. I'm so mad. Cause nobody said anything to the guy. And I was like, come on dog. Stop bumping my elbows. <laughs> I think but, that black guy is going to try to save us. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> That's a funny skit. Hello? <laughs> we have five... Bl- Hello? <laughs> um, but, uh... I don't know. Like, I don't think that... Uh, I really don't think that it was like that for the majority of, like, the run that we saw Chappelle on. And I honestly think that those are funnier than fucking anything I can think of, like, to this day. Like, I could go back and watch the first two seasons of Chappelle show and still fucking find that shit to be as funny as the first day that I fucking heard it. Like, none of it got old. Like, Although, I would imagine, uh, I just thought about this too, like, if you're trying to show someone Chappelle show for the first time, the very first skit is the Scion commercial. Remember where the white chick's, like, dancing crazy? Because, remember, that was a Scion commercial where, they, where they're, like, <laughs> dancing in the car. So it is slightly referential where you're, like, you kind of had to be listening be to. And it was it was the Dirty Vegas song. Remember the days go by? Yeah. And so, like, that's happening. And he's just, he's just watching this white girl dance. And he's like, what are you doing? And then he brings the black girl and she starts dancing. And then he makes a joke about all the fact that her titty popped out of her dress. And they watch the replay. Watch my eyes. Watch my eyes when it happens. I don't even tell her. I don't even tell her. Chappelle, bro. He... But uh, that's what I mean. Like, like, at, could you go back and show someone who had never seen a single episode? And it, would it still be, like, funny in this time and age? Well, I, don't, I also don't know because it was, like, damn near 20 years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like. I don't know, like, if you could, because it's, like, 20 years is enough time to be, like, that's a generation, like, 
generations are going to look at things like differently. But what would they say that they're like, if they look, if they were like, oh, what's the funniest shit you guys watch? And they're like, impractical jokers. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> my roommate, my, my these are wacky as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, my ex roommate would put that on. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go in my room now, guys. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch uh, this shit. <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know, I don't know. I just, I, to say that Jackass was like the, the peak of like, you know, slapstick comedy for sure. Like, that's definitely what that was. Like, those guys were putting themselves in harm's way. I guess, again, it's the it's based on the terms of what do you, what do you, yeah, I don't what know. do you define as pure comedy? I'm talking about, you don't even need to speak English to like laugh at some of the things that they were doing. Like, you don't have no. to get anything. No, yeah, I, yeah, I guess that's, that's actually a really fair argument. And like, Wild, Boy, Wild Boys actually showed that where they would do ridiculous shit in front of like people that yeah like, did not speak and, English whatsoever <laughs> they would start laughing and then they would make them drink their weird like pee drink in the middle of the night and it's like this is supposed to get you drunk and Pontius Steve had that laugh where he just kind of <laughs> like he was a fucking weirdo but so funny uh, mm. that's a good point though I guess like they they kind of were but there, like there's you know, a hot take that I made timely there you go yeah hey jackass was funniest slapstick of all time there you go there it is. There's, it's our three stooges. Oh wow! Yeah. We just made a All profound right. moment. I don't think those guys get enough credit for that. Then I think they're gonna make another movie again. Ever watched Three Stooges? No. It's actually it's pretty funny at times. No, for its time. I it's doubt. like watching an I Love Lucy episode, like which is not episode. funny. Like uh, I watched seen? I Love Lucy growing up as a, I never found that shit funny. Yeah, have you ever seen her on the little conveyor belt with the with the treats? Pretty good, man. She starts eating them, or when they're she like stuffing them in her shirt. All those uh, baby chickens in her uh, in her apartment. Yeah, classic. Come I never on. found that show funny. I just didn't fu- like. I didn't like see it as like unfunny. I just never like was like ha 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 like. There was no. There was never any reason for me to watch that show. It's like okay, I, I love Lucy's on. I think it's time to go outside. Uh, yeah, I think you know. It's, <laughs> yeah, I should go outside and ride my bike or something, but. Yeah, I don't know. I never like. I never found that show uh, to be like laugh out loud funny. But like, I always just kind of thought that's because the show was like made in the fifties. Like, yeah. you know, it's two thousand and two. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> shit's changed. So you think there are some kids that can like watch your average TikTok and they'd be like, "This is funnier than Jackass." Like, Jackass is stupid. You guys. Yeah, I do. Oh, I cool. do. I probably think that they're seeing like Impractical Jokers and then stacking that up to Jackass and going, yeah, these dudes are no, way funny. No, don't like Impractical like... Jokers. I feel like that's like a really? like, that's still like a boomer thing. Yeah, they find it on True TV and they're like, oh, it's on MTV, isn't it? It's, or on, it's on True TV. It's on True TV. The fuck is True TV? It's where they show like the fourth best uh, March Madness game that's going. Oh, okay, True TV. That's why everyone knows like where it is on their channel for two weeks and then it's gone again. I really am the the farthest one out of the loop when it comes to watching TV. True TV is Impractical Jokers and World's Dumbest Criminals. I think those are like the top two shows. <laughs> and then during March Madness, it's like day one, day two. It has one of the, like the early games on. <laughs> I'm excited for March Madness. Are you guys excited for March Madness? Always. Are you going to gamble on March Madness? I'm actually going to be in Mammoth the first uh, weekend. Oh, boo. Oh. Hold on. I'm going to watch it all the time. No, you're not. Yeah, you're going to be you snowboarding. You know when the lit, like mountains close? At like three? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do the rest of the time when you're dead tired after skiing? Watch the that? last two games so you missed Watch most the last of- seven hours of games. They go on until like 11 p.m. that first weekend. East Coast time. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I haven't been snowboarding this year. I'm a little upset. I haven't been in four years. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get back to it. 
Oh, I you know, went last year and had a blast. <laughs> I'm the whitest person you know. I got sunburned going snowboarding. That shit was... I did not know that was a thing. Oh, Why yeah. didn't you cover up, dog? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sunburned, snow, <laughs> snow blindness. That shit's yeah, real. Yeah, dude. That shit's real, bro. Why didn't you cover up? No one told me. No one <laughs> told me no that you... Told you? No <laughs> one told me that... Well, one, I went on a day where it was like 50 or 60 degrees and it was sunny outside and I looked like a red tomato the next you gotta day. You got to wear your jacket regardless, dog. Yeah. Like, wear no, your jacket, it, it, wear a hat, wear it was my face. goggles. Like, I yeah, wore yeah. sunglasses and no sunscreen. And, oh, like, that was you got to wear the face shield. The yeah. face shields are the coolest. I have goggles that uh, they have. That it's obviously like the big goggles, right? And then they have like a magnetic clip on the bottom of them where like the oh so it wow that's, yeah, it, that's the thing tucks into your shirt too that's so yeah yeah I need that they're dope because I always try to like match it up and shit it never works out nah there. the magnetic clip so it's like not like I'm tucking it into the goggle also I haven't gone when I've had Bluetooth headphones I've always gone oh, with wired headphones that seems like a huge improvement but also yeah. kind of a risk wow why if those things fucking fall out what are you gonna do AirPods I mean. Oh, they don't blend in. You need with the like snow. the wraparounds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My dad actually used to have a helmet that uh, would connect to your phone. He would have something dorky like he that. Did and I would, I, and it connected to his gloves too, where you could control like the volume and shit. I stole them one day, and he was just like, "Just because like you think they're cool doesn't mean you can use them." Like I bought them so I could use them. Like, you know? He was all pissed. Yeah. I was wow. Like, they're, they're cool as hell. Of course, <laughs> I want to use them. Dad, geez, relax. <laughs> I wanted to fucking use them, Tyler. <laughs> he did. What did he do all day? Just not use them? Like, no, he took them back. He was like, I didn't get these for you. Oh, wow. It's like, these are mine. You were just like, fuck. All right. All right. All right, Dad. I'm sorry. Why don't you borrow them to, like, you know, see how cool it was? I didn't really give them to you. I was like, all right. You fucking idiot. Jeez. Did you make you feel like a dipshit there or what? Uh, A little bit. (laughs) He just was like, God damn it, Tyler. I didn't buy these for you. You fucking idiot. So, yeah. Well, Tyler's going snowboarding because he's white. I'm going skiing. Skiing because he's whiter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Get it right. Since we're talking on white sports, uh, can right. we talk about baseball? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Well, are we going to well, talk we're about gonna, Astros? Yeah. We're going to yeah. okay. rehash every yeah. Astros. Right, we're going to well, do it. Here's, no, heard. okay. So we're going to do it. I'll bring something new to the table. I'll, I'll touch on, on the Astros, but just in general, I think baseball needs to take itself less seriously. Um, I think it kind of needs to do what like the NBA or WWF or even like the NFL does and look at itself as more entertainment than, you know, sport. Like, of course, like we all know that these guys can play, but like the unwritten rules of, you know, no bat flips. I kind of hate that, you know, like when you throw it a batter, the bench is clear, but nothing goes on. So you have 50 guys on on the field at once and not one single punch has been thrown the, the that thing, bothers me unless you're Amir Garrett last year on the Reds you actually did clock a guy <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty that's cool that's awesome he even got a running start yeah that's, or Rubnet Odora punching out Jose Bautista oh, that the was, best yeah. those are the only two punches though that you can remember in the last like, Bautista's glasses went you, flying off what are you doing over there Kirk <laughs> Kirk's listening to memes over here. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, sorry about that. Oh, God. No, but but if, if, even bat flips, like, I want to see, like, more of that shit. All right, like, so, but, 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 but anytime people try to fix baseball, there's a thing of, like, oh, what you're going to do, A, is it going to piss off the, the small amount of people that already do like baseball, and B, 
So the old white guys. Yes, yes. Okay, well, those guys are about to, you know... Die. Die. Oh, you know, or, like, they are the reason why the ratings have gone down, you know? Like... But it's... But... And the other side of it is, are you actually going to convince anyone that isn't already into baseball to be into it? No, but yes. Okay, so, like, you look at, like, Korean or Japanese baseball. Those guys bat flip, you know? Like Like, the Dominicans and the Puerto Ricans... The Cubans, they have fun. They do bat flips. You know, they'll talk shit. I agree. But um, do, but are people in America right now who are not baseball fans, if they start seeing, oh, my God, guys are bat flipping now. Now I'm going to watch baseball. I don't do think, think we need to actually... be thinking about that. Like, <laughs> It's like an acquired taste. You know, it's like, <laughs> they, they see fucking yeah. bat flips and more like, you what know, are they going to do? So they, are they going to turn on the golf channel instead? Think, like, no, like they're still going to watch baseball and they're just going to be upset about honestly, it. And, I think golf you know, could use a little more get club flips, too. I think the. I they think, started flipping clubs after hitting good shots. I think golf's ratings would go fucking up the way. Fuck. Right. I think one of the things uh, that doesn't get talked about enough about why baseball isn't popular is MLB controls all of their highlights and they take them down from the internet. Anyone tries to post a, uh, like a video of it, and you can only find it on an MLB.com Twitter thing or the MLB.com actual like site because they want to drive people there. And instead of driving people there, people just don't watch baseball highlights. Okay, so that's also another thing. So I was, uh, when I was living in New York, I got MLB TV because I wanted to watch the Angels. But since my debit card was still linked to my parents' address, I couldn't get Angels because they said it's on local TV. So, like, that's, like, another thing I have about baseball. But that I is still a big think problem. I, I do want to watch the Dodgers from time to time. I just cannot do it. needs to be more petty, like... This league, NBA, petty style. Like, like, like when Jose Altuve comes up to bat this season, I want to see a catcher pull out a magnet and run it over his chest, you know? <laughs> like, just, you know. I actually love that idea. Do some wild <laughs> shit, you know? Like, yeah. you know, get like a, get a wand, you know? Like, like he's yeah, at the airport, just, you know? Like, have him be like, oh, yeah. Well, I, know, have, I, have, down. I have heard okay. some things where it's like, yeah, uh, Teams at home when Astros come into town, they should have free trash can giveaways and like the trash can, like thunder sticks. You should be able to like bang a trash can and like forty thousand people all banging trash cans at the same time. That would be cool, but they're not going to do it because baseball is boring. Because the average viewer of baseball is like the late forties, yeah, yeah. and the owners don't ever want to do. That's the thing. NBA owners and NFL owners is like stuck up and assholes as they are. Not so much the NFL. The NBA at least does try to do stuff, and they do try new and weird things. They have different jerseys on like every fucking night, mm-hmm. and they paint their you know courts differently and stuff like that. And baseball, it's everything like no, we can't do that. It'll I don't know how tradition. to fix baseball. I don't think you can. No, I think you just kind of have to let it die. I don't think there's a single thing that would keep their old guard around that would actually uh, also. They don't need their old guard. Like like the rules are in place. You but know, it is their only audience right now. So if you lose them, then you literally do lose everybody. And unless you're not also gaining new fans, then yeah, you really are just putting the bullet to the head of your sport. I don't know though. Like how much, how, like, how, like I'm kind of like, kind of thinking now, like along the same lines, like, a, like Marlon here, like how much is the old way deterring the possibility of new fans joining? Like, 
They very well could be. But, like, that's another thing because baseball players still have the best contracts and the least athletic dudes, you know, like, per se. I'm not saying baseball yeah. players aren't athletic, but, like, I feel like the, you know, like. By and large. That is crazy. How do there they get so is much, still a lot of money. How do they but get so much money? Which is, like, there you go. Like, that's exactly, like, my revenue. point. Like, like, obviously, there's a lot of revenue coming in. Like, it's no secret. Like, but what's. What's what's what is the hang up then? Like, there the money's there, and if it already has a built-in old you know fan base, then they're gonna stick around regardless. Like the, the, until they're gone, the like, game needs to change exactly. Yeah, so, but they're you not know. gonna go anywhere either if it doesn't. Like a very vocal yet small majority minority, which is only gonna people. peak interest and gain media attention. You know, exactly. like it, it's gonna make Colin but Coward, you know, Skip Bayless, you know, like all these talking heads, you know, talk about it more because these old guys are saying, you know, get I think off my it'll lawn. Be, it'll be a very vocal yet small minority of people will actually stop watching. But baseball. Is that a bad thing? You know, is it a bad thing to talk about baseball in the context of you know, like I hate this? You know, da da da. da. It's like because sacrificing, you are watching, like you know? sacrificing a part of yourself to like get stronger like Howard you know Stern I mean? was popular because people hate listening to him you know so it's like yeah if, if you're already watching people baseball because watching baseball. you enjoy watching it yeah. you're still gonna watch it make because games, you hate watching it they cut the games down to six innings and I think that solves all your problems Six innings and 110 games a year. But now you're like, oh, now guys can't hit 50 home runs in a season anymore. Well, fuck it. I don't fucking care. Find make it. Find a way to make them hit 50 home runs. Let them do steroids, then they're hitting 50 home runs. <laughs> well, a year. But, like basketball's not concerned because I mean they're talking about a midseason tournament and maybe like possibly shortening the game to 70 something games. Yeah. So it's like, why does baseball need to have that? Yeah, exactly. Games, you know like I mean? like that's just when you break it down into yeah. eras. You know, it's like okay, you know, like he has the dead ball you know, era. You, now we're in the short ball. Era, yeah, like, exactly. Okay, we're era. in the shortened season era, you know, and and these records are substantial. Yeah, I feel like it does take uh, like because basketball is so per game driven, and baseball really it's is so season count, long, counting like, numbers, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. you know how many home runs Barry Bonds and Babe Ruth and people hit. You don't know how many points like Kareem Abdul Jabbar well, scored. Well, and then then in that context, you know, like if you're shortening the innings, then you can do the math and say like, oh, you know, if this guy played 162 games and nine math. innings, yeah, love doing math on sports, yeah. so they would immediately start doing math on this means this. Saber metrics, analytics. Yeah, <laughs> this means this much. I honestly, I would be fine with six inning games. Like that's what we grew up playing. Like. Or, or that seven. never seemed you to know, be a problem. Just seven innings, right? Or yeah, no, seven they do nine. Honestly, seems seven's never a weird mind. number, yeah, though. Like, just like make six. Like, you know, just do it six. Do six innings a game. Play two games a week. Like, that's it. Two games a week. Oh man. Yeah. I also hate like all the pitching changes. Like, I, like I think like that was a rule discussed. You know, uh, like well, they, man. You know, they if, actually did change that, right? Did they? So like, what if you start an inning, you have to finish it, or no, what? No, it's uh, it's unless you unless the inning ends, you a reliever has to come in and get three or face three batters. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So they can't just bring him in for the one guy. Yeah. So like, if he finishes the inning, he has to start the next. No, like, no, no, no. If it, if, it, uh, if you finish okay. the inning, then then you can come out. Yeah, that because that was like that was what made the postseason go so slow. Yeah, is that it's just like oh, it's situational like, oh, hitting? Here like, comes a yeah. Oh no, they actually pinched See, right. I, Now come bring in the I, lady. I, yeah. I have no problem with postseason yeah. because postseason is and honestly, electric. like make the ball go less far. That's the exact opposite of what everybody wants. But like, fuck it, make it go less far. Like, make it harder to hit home runs. <laughs> or make it super easy to hit home runs. But no, because the, then the that just slows like, the game down. That just fucking slows the game feet. down. <laughs> no, it just slows the game down. Like honestly, like the good hitters will hit home runs. Let them do steroids, but make the ball 
not travel as far. Are you with me? <laughs> you following? <laughs> like back the mound up? Yeah. Nah, I don't back the mound. Up. Just make them throw fucking moon balls in well, there. Man, well, everyone's throwing ninety five plus these days. You know, especially relievers. Yeah, that's okay. Like you know, like good hitters hit that. Like yeah, you still have to hit the ball. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. That was always my take on like the steroid era, like Barry Bonds. Like yeah. oh man, you know Barry Bonds. Uh, you still have to hit the ball. Like that I guy think crushed the ball. Baseball should just do away the pitcher entirely and just have the 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 batter like pop shot his own ball. It's funny because I play I play I play slow, slow pitch softball uh, like you know. Every That's the most week. unpredictable shit I've ever seen. And, and Kirk Kirk was out there for one or two seasons, and uh, you've seen dudes strike out swinging. It I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. It's You're embarrassing. Like, oh, here it comes, yeah, super wow. slow. How did I miss this? Oh, I missed it. Oh, yeah, you only get two strikes. Make the count the same way. Like start with one strike already on the board. Yeah, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just make it like three, a three three balls for a walk, two yeah. balls for a strike, yeah. two Honestly, strikes for a strike. Yeah, do it, do it. Speed the game up. Do whatever you can to make the game go by faster. They like, definitely don't change enough. Anytime they do make a change, it's like we've been talking about the wild card for twenty years, and yeah. now you have a wild card, and then no more changes for the next like twenty years. Do whatever you can do to make the game go by faster. Yeah. Like honestly, like if that means like making the fields a little bigger, like. Like like ten feet bigger. Like, Are you would would people who don't watch baseball now tune in now because it's like oh it's only two hours hell yeah now I'm gonna watch baseball I still feel like I also think there's like a disconnect the right, like, like marketing I like, like I think that they could though like like hockey short how much hockey are you watching on at home well okay when you're not gambling on the game that you're watching. Look, make your sport more exciting than gamble on. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna segue into something else. So I do appreciate how every uh, <laughs> you just give me a look like, dude, I watch so much fucking hockey. What are you talking about? <laughs> watch more hockey this season than I have in my entire life combined. Like, I, I do appreciate how every MLB stadium is different as far as the dimensions of the field. And uh, I think I brought this up to Tyler, where I feel like the NBA should do the same thing with the three-point line. You know, if uh, get rid of the corner three, well, get rid of the corner three, or you know, just have the home team decide where their three-point line is going to be at. So if you're Golden State, obviously, maybe you want the corner <laughs> three. Get, but bring a four-pointer in. Bring a four-pointer in, or you know, like if you're more of a defensive-minded team, or you know, you have a dominant big yeah. man, then push that, push, push that it out. Court. You know, like, it's like okay, Trey Young and Steph Curry and Dame Lillard, like they're still gonna be hitting these half-court or, shots. Or if you've got Giannis, put it literally right around the restriction circle. Giannis yeah. is just dunking for three points every time. Oh my goodness! Okay, That'd be awesome. There might need to be a minimum there. <laughs> Because I do feel yeah, like that there's going to the be a point in time in the next 10 to 15 but, years where everyone's going to be seven feet tall. Yeah, but I, like, like I'm not sure if if if, if you actually saw the um, the Bleacher Report, some guy simmed about 20 seasons in NBA 2K where he made he legitimately made every incoming draft class over seven feet tall, and he broke the game. Yo, <laughs> Lonzo Ball's improved shot looks so much better. <laughs> Or uh, or like you like you were saying with baseball like you can have any home run dimensions you want so make any three point dimensions you want maybe that elbow th- maybe your star player is really good at the elbow three you move that part in so it just looks like a weird like jigsaw piece yeah of, like a remember three point and, line. And, well speaking of Houston they used to have like a hill like like yeah. a, like a freaking mountain like <laughs> oh my god I think there was a pole there too yeah, oh point. my goodness. <laughs> Back when the NFL had like the field goal posts in the middle of the end zone, like that shit's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Do that in the NFL too. Like I want to see more guys doing crossing routes. Like I want to see New England Patriots do crossing routes and running into field goal posts. 
I oh, think yeah. that uh, baseball is kind of like it's it's in a hard time here. Like you you got to do what you can to make the game more exciting, and there's only a couple ways that so you can do that without completely changing the game you know as what? we know it. I was gonna say you know give baseball a lifespan of how, like how long do you think it's gonna be around, but I still think there's enough international players you know from Korea, Japan, you know, and Latin America that yeah. I, I still feel like. But I feel like that's gonna be the future. You know, like how many? Well, and I think we kind of just need to lean into that too. Like you know, be like yo like. The MLB is, you know, the the NMLB, like, or the IMLB, like, the International Major League Baseball. Yeah. Like, it just needs to, like, lean in. And I think, honestly, like, that might be kind of baseball's ticket out of here now that I'm thinking of it. It'd be the first league to truly embrace, uh, like, a global fucking... Multinationalism. Yeah, like, a global fucking, like... League? Yeah, that, that you know calls itself what it is like that we, was always weird when we were growing up and it's like the world champion oh, yeah. and it's like who are national national we're playing the champion they're the champions of the world and it's like they played all the other teams in tournament America tournament of like, champions you know I mean? like in little yeah. league you know yeah. it's like okay it's like, like you're right. the best in your league now let's do like almost like a world baseball classic bar yeah exactly yeah. champions league go play yeah. go play the japanese champions now. league is a good one and you know i hate to use soccer as an example but but this is because every country has soccer. We're the only we're, we're one of like three we have countries some other that fucking actually have bogus like ass league like baseball. But if we had our best athletes playing soccer. any sport, yeah, soccer in general, like we would yeah. dominate. Well, if the money was there, I'm sure they would. Like, you know what I mean? Imagine a bunch of LeBron James out there on the pitch. Good night. You wouldn't be able to do shit. Yeah. You'd be fucking locked down. But the money's not there. And until the money gets there, you're just not going to see that. You're mm-hmm. going to see guys that aren't tall enough to play in the NBA, or aren't big enough to play in the NFL, or aren't skilled enough to play baseball, but money, skilled in a different money, way. And it's just got to be cool. If it's not cool, kids aren't going to want to do it. Soccer's cool just, you know, as it is when it's at being athletic and but not But it's not as cool boring, as, like, like, football like, and basketball in America. That's the thing. Like Yeah, but, like, football's, like... You don't get the cool factor of, you like... Know, football's the, cool, but not, like, cool not just, in the not typical sense. Not just fun sense, to play, like, but you, you get the attention of your friends of, like... Yeah. You know, if you play soccer, your friend's like, ah, cool, whatever. If you play football, you're the most popular kid in school. Like, Sports are hard. All, you, you know, know exactly. it's all and, and, yeah. and I also think soccer is more physically demanding than we actually give it credit for because you are running miles per game. I mean, I guess same with basketball, but... It's like shorter durations. And yeah. I mean, I played a more explosive. I played in the soccer tournament just for fun, like a, you know, like a work soccer tournament. Yeah, where, soccer so boring. And man, <laughs> I got cramps, cramps for days. I can't. Yeah. It's just like I try if the World Cup's on or, you know, the uh, FIBA or whatever, like just like the big tournaments are on. Like, I can do it. But like if it's just a match, I can't like it's just like. Like make the field shorter. Like, you <laughs> <laughs> just want to change the dimensions. Of I just all want sports. more more scoring. Like more scoring in in uh, you know except in baseball. Make it tougher to score. <laughs> That's such a weird take. It is. I don't know. Like, see when baseball like they score too much, it's like not exciting. Like, you know what I mean? Although maybe not. I don't know because the World Series the- where the Astros and the Dodgers oh. were just going. I mean, I don't want to see like fifteen blow, like, runs a game, but I mean, no, no, it is kind of cool to see like a six to seven game. I do want to have a reason to still watch a game that's ten to two. That's why I think like, well, the shorter because game. I'm like, because yeah, I'm like, I don't know. maybe they'll come back. There's no reason to watch a game that's ten to two though. But like you said, if there was more scoring, then you'd be like, someone can make this up in like three innings. 
Yeah, but like I don't know, but like I don't know, like ba- see, baseball's so weird. Like, yeah, baseball's so, it's such that's a thing. different like kind of game. Like, and that's the that's the theme of, of 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 this podcast today is everything's cultural, and it's not that it's set in its ways. It's just had tens and hundreds of years to build on itself that like to change it now might be a little bit of a tweak, it's a but it's not game. gonna it's not gonna change it. Yeah. From its core, because because pe- weirdos in, ba- in baseball, they've been policing each other by hitting each other with balls for so long. You can't just tell them not to do it, and they're going to stop doing it. Is there a professional it. wacko league? I mean, what's a wacko league? You ever played wacko back in the day? It's no. like spike ball. No, it's like baseball with a tennis ball and a tennis racket and no gloves. That's over the line. No, wacko. A full field. That's just baseball with a tennis ball. That, I don't know. That's I like elementary school PE. I didn't like, know. Name. That's what I mean. But like, is there a professional wacko league? Wacko could be the future of baseball. That's wacko. No, bro. <laughs> wacko is the future. It's the truth. And the Animaniacs yeah. are coming back. No, are they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah. It, it better be just as clever as it was back in the day. Was uh, it ever clever or was it just obnoxious? It was, it was clever. Was it? Yeah, it was educational. Really? Yeah. It taught you about the world. There you <laughs> go. That, I mean, that's pretty skins. much what I'm, I'm thinking about. like the state capitals and... Uh, I don't remember it being educational. Animaniacs is coming back as a Hulu original series. But you can watch the old ones right now. On Netflix? On Hulu. Oh, is that God. why you said... Because anim- Wacko's a... A character Jacko, in Animaniacs. Jacko, Wacko, Jack- Dot. There you go. The, the, the Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. And the Warner, the Warner Sister. And it's had it had such great spinoffs of its because it was essentially Zion, a huge. It was essentially a series. Pinky in the brain. Pinky in the brain. Um, what was that? That one about buttons? Who was trying, constantly trying to save a little girl from like buttons and Mindy? Yeah, Mindy was the stupid little girl, and buttons was a was the poor dog. Good feathers. The the pigeons that were like the mob people, yeah. <laughs> no, that. Oh man, <laughs> I remember that. What a great show! No, th- you know, yeah, you bring all of it. That your hosts were the animated. Yeah. like they were the Warner Brothers and the Warner. Sisters. Totally forgot about that. And they had uh, it was like a blam. Like one of the Tiny like, Tunes was in there, wasn't it? Tiny Tunes. The little uh, no, that was its own show. Yeah. No, Tiny Tunes was, but one of them was in the show. Like, it had, like was the little bird or I don't know. I could talk no. more about Kablam though. And, oh, uh, I fucking loved Kablam, dude. Bob, I dude. loved Kablam. I don't even remember Kablam. I remember Kablam. Oh. Kablam was where I, cartoons and comics collide. <laughs> I don't get it. And it was Henry and June. They were basically like these two. Like it was a boy and a girl. It was and they Animaniacs, the but for stop animation and those like. A lot of really weird stuff. Fucking just random and just off the wall. Fucking, you don't remember Action League now? Action League now. The flesh. He's super strong and And super super naked. naked. And Melt Man with the power to melt. Life with Loopy. You remember that? Was this Cartoon Network? I don't watch a lot of Cartoon Network. Network. It was Nickelodeon. Uh, And uh, what else was there? Uh, Sniz and Fondue. Yes. You remember those two idiots, Prometheus uh, and Bob tapes? No, Prometheus. The, the, the Prometheus <laughs> and, and Bob tapes were fucking amazing. They were great. You uh, don't remember Kablam? Oh my god! No, oh, wow. What's wrong with you, dude? I, I was outside a lot. I was, in, <laughs> I was outside a lot too. I was in your garage playing drums all the my time. Drums, yeah. yeah. Marlon, famously the athlete amongst us. <laughs> Me and Kirk, indoor kids. <laughs> I did a little bit of both. I dabbled. I rode my bike a lot. 
I did ride my bike a lot too. I well, remember, remember I, back in the day. If uh, I was ever in the house and my parents were home, they were always like trying to get me to like do either do chores or do homework. So I was just like, nope, I'm 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 gone. There were a couple summers, like when when we were in like junior high or whatever. I remember like walking like everywhere with you. Yes, <laughs> and like it'd be something stupid. Like we just like city. go to Carl's we'd go, like, Junior three and a half miles away. Yeah. Like, and we'd oh, walk for two hours. Like. I, I used to walk to the Bray Community Center. That would take me, <laughs> like, nearly goddamn half the day just to go play basketball for, like, an hour. And then walk home. Yeah, and then walk home. Dude. Or, you know, like, maybe you get picked up at, like, you know, 6 p.m. And, like, I had, like, left the house at 8 a.m. that day. I walked to a couple places with you. I just remember just going, this is ridiculous. Like, this is <laughs> outrageous. Like, there isn't a faster way to get around. Where did we walk one time? I can't remember. Yeah, back when bikes were the uh, we walked to like Lauren Urian's house or something. Like we're just from, so pretty from far. My house to fucking Rolling Hills Elementary you School, know basically. We're getting obscure when I don't even know these names. Like, they're saying. Let's see, our house. That's was, a rep, a children's rep or LV name. That had to be like two and a half mile. Yeah, like it probably <laughs> took like an hour to get there. In like, like ninety degree weather, just walking. Hundred degree weather. <laughs> and not not adult steps either. Little kid steps. Thirteen year old steps. <laughs> Oh my god! I had nothing better to do during the daytime. We definitely didn't. I still don't. All right. Do we have anything else to? Uh, I don't think so. Catch up on. Around like two and a half hours of this. Two ten. Closing thoughts. No. Watch. What? No watch. What? Oh no, death watch. Who's on? Who's yeah. on the watch? Who's on the death watch? David Coulier. Who? Uncle Joey. He's out of here. Uncle Joey. From Full House. Yeah. Cut it out. Cut you think life. he's gone? Cut his life out. Cut that cord, baby. He's gone. <laughs> he's know. a cord cutter. I'm still going Betty White. Betty White. He's my dark horse. David Coulier. Betty White's not even a dark horse. Betty White's just Dang, gone. Betty White is a dark horse. No, she's not. She's eternal. She's really just for like eternal. She's an eternal. She'd be the most surprising. Have you guys said Barbara Walters? No. She's 90 years old. Get her out of here. Get her out of here. Yeah. Unless we're cleaning up. Barbara Walters, uh, Bob Barker. Yeah, I was going to say, did Bob Barker, I, I, every time we do this, I think Bob no, Barker. No, Bob Barker. Um, Kirk Douglas dying was amazing. because he, he was like, like 103. <laughs> every time you saw him, you're like, this. who is this man? Like, Michael Douglas is old as fuck, and that's his dad. <laughs> Yo, I feel like when we started this podcast, he wasn't in the hundreds. Probably not. He was like 99 when we first did like Death Watch. We were like, Kirk Douglas is 99. No, oh, he's next to go, and he lived another four years after that. Michael Douglas is like 80. Yeah, I'm still, I'm going, uh, <laughs> I'm going Betty White. I got to go Betty White. Um, you know, you could see Harrison Ford this year. Damn. That might be brutal. I'm going, you know, I'm going new Death Watch. I'm going Jim Carrey for the same reason <laughs> of Gary Busey. He's, he's he, out there, dude. He's, he's like, out. he's accepted it. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, like, he's like he, I've got nothing to live for. Yeah, that he's like a painter and it's, he's not very good. Who? <laughs> Jim Carrey. He's a nut. Yeah. He's insane. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Jim Carrey so Jim bad. The Man on the Moon documentary? That's yeah. actually really yeah. good. Yeah. That really was where I kind of maybe started having those thoughts. I was yeah. like, this guy, he's, Bananas. And he like, kind of always has been. He just got paid for it before, and now he like he can't. Re- now he's past yeah, that point it. where he can't really rein it in. He doesn't have to, to do. He to doesn't have to do to whatever's thrown in front of him. Yeah, he can yeah. just kind of pick and choose his roles. But yeah. now it just sort of shines light on how bananas he is. Caruso just dunking on people. My follically challenged brother. Oh my god. The poor guy just needs to shave his head. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Why are they All wearing right. headbands? 
We're closing it out here. Anybody's got anything to say to to finish her off? Uh, no. I'm going home. Poop. <laughs> Skidoo. Where's that Marlin sign off?